Welcome to Talk Radar UK, episode 84. I'm joined in the studio by Dave Horton. Hello. I don't have to say that anymore. No, Horton. it's just Dave. Just Dave. And I got my name back. Yep, and Justin. Hello. Towel. Yes. I couldn't help myself. I just uh-huh. had to say well, that's it. right. I think it's, it makes sense to actually say surnames as well. All right, just in case you don't know exactly. who we are. Yeah. 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 All right, that's <laughs> fair enough. That's fair enough. Um, should, we, should we crack on? No Kundi today. No Kundi, no. Sad times. Don't switch off. Don't switch off. We've still got entertainment for you. Um, anyway, we'll crack on with... Uh, Justin, you haven't been here for the past week no. or so, so you can kick off with uh, what we've been playing. So oh, tell excellent. us what you've been playing recently. I've been playing lots of things, but particularly 3DS games. Right, okay. Um, pilot, <laughs> Particularly <laughs> a lot of 3DS <laughs> games. General. <laughs> yeah. no, just, rush. Honestly, in general. Because... Right, okay. uh, I've been playing lots of uh, Super Street Fighter 4 3D online. Okay. Uh, still playing as Sakura, and uh, I really hate the uh, people who just spam the touchscreen buttons because you oh, can right. do the special moves like uh, Guile's Flash Kick. Basically, all the charged moves that usually you'd have to hold the direction for like yeah. two seconds before you let go and do your attack. You can just press the button on a certain. And it doesn't. Like it doesn't put in <laughs> any sort of force of delay on the charge moves. No, it just. See, that's straight. broken. Yeah, because we were saying earlier on the mo- this morning, like the charge moves it's part of the balance that you have to charge yeah, them and yeah. sort of work your combos around yeah. them um, and if you just like you spam them out that's just that's, that's actually broken the balance of the game hasn't it yeah Surely. so everyone's just there spamming flash kick flash kick flash kick and it, it's really annoying damn but, but very satisfying if you beat them right okay is there no way to filter these people out yes there is right, but okay. uh I find that, well then, because it's, it's not a quick match, you have to go into custom match and then it takes a while to find the lobbies a bit longer. It's, it's not quite as free-flowing. Okay. Um, but fantastic game. Right. Right? It's honestly as good as the 360 version, especially <gasps> especially if you switch off the 3D in the options. I know it's like, you wouldn't want to do that, switch off oh. the 3D on your new 3DS game. Yeah. But yeah, uh, turn off the 3D and it runs at um, 60 frames. It's lovely. Yeah, it is like a greased up trout. Yeah. yeah in terms of frame <laughs> rate. Greased up trout? Yes. Ooh, yeah. Sliding off the back of a sea lion. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. On the moon. On the moon. Um, Beautiful. And Pilot Wings Resort. Pilot Wings, yep. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Which, just going back to the Street Fighter oh, yeah, thing. Sorry. Uh, Dave, do you agree that it's as good as the 360 version? I would say in terms of functionality, yes, it is. Um, from what I've not played it online yet because I haven't got my own copy yet. From what Justin tells me, the net code is basically the same as the 360 one as well, so right. it works as well. Um, yeah. I mean, which, which obviously means, as good as the 360 version means, not perfect, mm. but as well as you can yeah. get on any of the format. My only issue is that I keep getting trounced at the moment because <laughs> after years of playing with an arcade stick... I'm finding going back to a pad nigh impossible. Right, okay. So, it's quite funny. Yeah, it, I mean, <laughs> for once, Justin can actually beat me on a regular basis. So. Oh, but um, I'm, I'm holding up. If I want to get my own version, I'm going to properly get the old muscle memory built back so I can actually just do things in command without having to think about what I'm doing again. Right, yeah. right. Uh, which is where you need to be, put, be to play Street Fighter well. And hopefully having, getting Bison back, who I can't play. You can't play him on download play at the moment. Oh, right, okay. You can only play Ryu versus Ryu, That's it? right, yeah. Down, right. Download play being where you share from one card. We That's share from right. one card, yeah. yeah. Um, obviously, you get the full roster if you both got it, but mm. in because I'm downloading off Justin's at the moment, yeah. I've only got Ryu, which, oh, right, I mean, okay. Ryu's Ryu, he's great, but because I'm my main bison these days, he's all charge-based, so that should make things a bit easier. Right. Mm. In that I know him better, and that 
you know, I don't have to mess around with circles anymore. I can just charge. Yeah. Right, fair enough. Or I just would... keep spamming the button in the middle. Yeah, yeah. just do that. Yeah. <laughs> I would say, though, the uh, the netcode isn't as good, not quite as good as the console one. Right. Uh, but they've sorted out a lot since it first came out to start with. It what's, was What's the netcode? Well, uh, how it plays online. Right, the okay. coding for the infrastructure and how ah, right, how see. well the players connect because when you get in a good match, yep. it's superlative. It's great, but uh, a couple of weeks ago when it first came out, it was uh, it was quite slow in places, like mm. literally comic book flicker book sort of style. You know? Right, okay. <laughs> uh, and shots. you get the occasional match like that now, but no, it seems to be a lot better these days. Okay, that's very good. Okay, and you was playing something else, Pilot Wings. Yeah, Pilot Wings, uh, which I wrote about on the site, saying that it's yep. actually a twenty-three hour game because I. Got perfects on all of the uh, all the challenges, yep. and it took twenty three hours. So I wholeheartedly recommend it. But if you was just playing it as a layman, because like, yeah. obviously you like to collect mm. everything, um, like so, how long would it take then? If you just went, I've I've seen all the courses now. I've landed all the yeah the two crafts. To, two to three hours then. Really? Yeah. No, oh, right. Okay. You can just zoom through the game, right? Because uh, you can get through as long as you get a star. Yeah. then You've done it. Right. Uh, and of course, if you don't get three stars on everything, you don't get the last tier. Right, okay. Um, but there's only like three small challenges in the last tier anyway. So yeah, you can see the vast majority of the game in an evening. Right, But okay. that's really not where the fun is. The fun is in actually doing it. Yeah. Because the courses are so well designed. I say courses because you're flying through the air mm. and they've got orbs to pick up and hoops to fly through. Yeah. And uh, some of it's the way they've placed it is really challenging. And when you get it right, it's great. Right. It's really okay. good. Do you have the 3D on in that? Yes, actually, yeah. That's the, about the only game where I've been playing it with a 3D on. Uh, I play for about half an hour with a 3D on and then switch it off for the next hour. Cause Does it hurt your eyes? No, but I just feel like maybe I should, just right. in case they start to go weird. I don't know. Okay. But no, it's not painful after half an hour. Because, you know, when I played Pez to start with, I was yeah. a bit worried about it and I yeah. had headaches the first two times I tried 3DS. Yeah. Um, another game I've been playing is Madden and I can't right, look at right. the 3D on that at all. How come? <laughs> it's painful. If you ever, <laughs> honestly, no, there's pain in my well eyes. Well done, EA. Well done. Um, if you were to get a piece of paper yep. and put it slightly too close, then it's comfortable for your eyes to read. Right. Yeah. Um, then you'd I'm doing that now. <laughs> yeah. Um, my eyes are hurting. Yeah, exactly. Your eyes hurt because it's pinching too hard trying to focus on it, and you get this sort of pinching. I can't, I can't see. I can't see anywhere. <laughs> I can't see. Where is everyone? Sorry, go on. I've broken Nathan's eyes. Go on. I only need my voice in my ears. Uh, but I get, I get that same slight. Oh, look at him. Oh. Yeah. What playing games? So you need them for that. I know. Oh shit. It's all right. But you ruined I... his career, Justin. <laughs> Sorry. Where are the voices coming from? Oh. Mother. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I, go on. I, I get the same sensation of slight discomfort yeah. when I'm looking at the game in 3D. Right. Okay. Uh, I think it's because they try and get things to come out of the screen as well as in. So like when you're receiving the ball and stuff like that does the ball like travel uh, in the replays it would depth of field yeah. forget it yeah. it's, it's not worth having it's more on the, then it's more the on-screen furniture the right. on-screen furniture pops out of the screen at you and uh, but for some reason I can't look at any part of it I think as people get the hang of making the 3D games mm. they'll work mm. out what's comfortable for people's eyes because Pilot Wings nails it right yeah, okay. I think brilliant but. yeah I think you're right on that I mean third party devs are it sort of feels to me a bit like when the N64 first came along and everyone had to work out how to use analog sticks. Right. Okay. And it took a while, it took about a gen, like the first batch of games before people could really calibrate how to make these things work. Right. Um, because there are, like, I've on some of the Ubisoft stuff. I've been playing Rabbids 3D, mm -hmm. which is essentially a 2D platformer. 
with mm. much 3D layering. Right, yeah. And that it looks absolutely beautiful, but I've it's the one game that I've got to play cranked down a little bit. Right, okay. So I used to play everything on Macs, but I've got to turn that down a bit. I can't understand how people can play it on Macs. I can't understand how you crazy. can't. I mean, it's just different people, different eyes, isn't it? I mean... I've not played a single game in 3D. Really? Really? Yep. Yeah. But yeah, apart, I'm from, apart from Face Raiders. Yeah. And that was it. And did you have that on full? Yeah. Yeah. I suppose that's not that far away, though. I just... I find that uh, if you stick it all the way up, then it just gets... Whoa! 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 You stick it too far up and it makes your eyes sting. (laughs) (laughs) Good God. Uh, Who needs Cundy? We're fine. We've got the knob gags. This is what, 10 minutes in, we've got the first cop gag? Yes! So was you actually going to say that putting the slider up... Yes. Putting the slider, setting the slider, 3D slider, all the way up to the top is madness to the hilt. But... As I say, in Amsterdam, when we tried... <laughs> oh, come on now. It's going, it's going somewhere, this story. The, can't wait. I can't press, wait for the end of it. At the press trip in Amsterdam, every single 3DS that I picked up, having had someone else try it, mm. the 3D slider was set to maximum. Right, and okay. I thought, how can people enjoy the games when it's like that? I think it's just, surely at the time, though, it was the novelty factor of, yeah. oh, let's see what it's like. I find it on. impossible to see. Like, you can't even Because you, you focus on one thing, and it's such a difference between that and what's in the foreground mm. that you literally can't see see half the game yeah. you have to physically think I'm going to look at the foreground now and come mm. all the way back in yeah. and then everything in the background is out of focus because it's too split and I don't know how people can play it and this is why people are having trouble with it mm. is because like that guy in the sun he's slid the slider all the way up no that guy from Miss, the sun was, Miss, was Miss the sensationalist yeah, yeah he was Yeah, that was rubbish yeah, yeah. The Sun, the Sun newspaper for our American listeners, or um, or indeed non-UK based listeners, is a, a tabloid rag, mm. which basically last week was it? They did it was a last week, yeah. They did a story, story on the it? 3DS yeah. where it they took like pictures that accompanied it. Was it was like <laughs> a man like going cross-eyed, it's going. Sort of like, it's sort of like if we were doing a parody story yeah. on that sort of stuff, it looked like one of our parody stories. Yeah, yeah it was, but it was played straight. It was a bit like our panorama special. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically, it like one, one of the one of the revelations. Um, I say that with uh, my bunny rabbit ears. <laughs> uh, but one of, one of the revelations that they that they came up with was that by walking down the street and playing 3ds, mm. you uh, the man's heart rate yeah. went up. Yeah, yeah. higher heart than rate, if he was resting. Yeah. Heart rate, mm-hmm. of course, being in no way related to eye strain. No, um, and the also being basically a fat man walking down the street with yeah. his arms tensed <laughs> yeah. up playing a game. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And, we're, we're going, you you, we're going you, off on a tangent slightly, but like, yeah, exactly. I mean, if, you, if, you look, if you look at a 2D handle while you're walking, it's going to be able to focus on it anyway. Yeah. It's like those people that walk and read books. Yeah. I hate those I people. Know. I want to just trip them over. Fortunately, there is natural selection <laughs> and roads. Yeah. They do oh. exist. Yeah, that is but, true. Um, yeah, because they have this, like, you know, the sun doctor in there as well. And a wonderful yeah. comment on, like, Fat Man walking down the street was... Yeah. If this was his resting heart rate, he'd be in trouble. Yeah, yeah, yeah but it's not because he's walking his knee. <laughs> exactly. So it's all right. It's like you know, you're sitting there really comfortably, but if you had a knife in, knife in your throat, you'd be dying now. Yeah. My God, watch out, mate! Exactly. Like, I'm and not they, though. It's all right. They they had the nerve to even criticise MCV's story yeah. about it, complaining mm. that they were the sensationalists yeah. behind it. Right. So lovely. There's a bit of info. This was for also you. the yeah. same paper that didn't they say that like tens of thousands or thousands upon thousands of 3DSs have gone back. Yeah, but the numbers they were actually quoting were people who traded in original DSs and DSIs for they, the 3DS. They were they were based on numbers that the editor had dreamed up the night before. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah it was a bullshit story. Yeah, a lot of cheese and went to bed with a pad and paper. It was and, uh, anyway. Yeah. Let's not give these uh, no. scumbags any more no. airtime. Can I tell you about one more game I've been playing? Yeah, of course you can. As long as there's something interesting about it. Yes, because it was. <laughs> 
You didn't sound too sure about that. <laughs> oh, I know get ready, Dave. Get ready. Get ready. Get ready, Dave. It's just that it's a game that I insisted should be in our top 100 games. Right, okay. Uh, which wasn't in the US's original list. Uh-huh. And that is Shenmue. And I, the reason I bring it up is because over the last week, I've finished it from start to finish again, which I haven't done for 10 years. Yeah. And uh, it's still amazingly good. Did it not make the list? It, not not when it first came over. We had, I had to put it in. All right. But it did make the list. It did in the end, right, yeah. Okay. Yeah. As I was going to say. But apparently uh, Magic Land Dizzy is better than it. <laughs> <laughs> Good God. I don't know who finished the final ordering on that, but... Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't even think it's a... It's barely a game, Dizzyland. Dizzy. Dizzyland? Dizzyland. Dizzyland! It's still a great game, Dizzy. No, it is. But, but I, I say, it's not as good as Shenmue. Yeah, I mean, me and Justin both back that... Back Dizzy. Yes. Forget it on the list, but... It's not better than Shenmue, is it? Me and Matt didn't. This. Me and Matt didn't. But yeah. I tell you what, Shenmue still stands up today as a great game. Yeah, yeah. The sad thing is that it now looks like a PSP game. Okay. Because the Dreamcast PSP games look good, though, right? Yeah. Yeah, but when you're playing it on 40 inch TV, <laughs> yeah, then you see all the low poly count characters. Uh, Comparatively, I mean, it, on Dreamcast it looked great, yeah. but yeah. Uh, even in standard def though on HDTV through a SCART cable, it looks really nice. It still looks good, and oh, it's just it's just wonderful. It's such a great game, and it's so sad that they never finished it because. There's so much the story that I'd forgotten. Mm. So many characters and and little intricacies to the plot and things to do. And I even found bits that I hadn't done before. It was just brilliant. Well, maybe so, maybe they'll bring it back so then you can complete the... Was it a trilogy? Yeah, a trilogy. So mm. now having finished the first game, I could play the second on Dreamcast, which I have. Yeah. I've also got the Xbox One version, yeah. which had English voices, which my Dreamcast One doesn't because uh-huh. they didn't translate it. See, I prefer, I prefer two in, Japan, in Japanese, actually. I thought it was well, I think having finished it in Japanese before, I might go through it again yeah. in English, especially yeah. as my girlfriend is... Uh, well, she was playing through with mm. me. She didn't actually use the controller, but she was interested in what was happening because mm. it's like a film, I guess. Right. I just like the, I like the Japanese voice. I just like the betting guys in the you know the little warehouses. Like, everyone goes, Samurai boy! It's, yeah. it's like possibly the best. Karikana, karikana. Yeah. Possibly the best green in any game ever, just because he's Japanese and they're possibly being a bit racist. Yeah, <laughs> it, it was virgin. Ironically, in Japanese, yeah, it was, yeah. It was virgin. Yeah, it was strange though, because uh, in it, they, uh, Dio Hazuki has a um, a Chinese letter, right. and he can't read it. Right. And I thought that you could read it because it was kanji, but I guess yeah. I haven't studied enough about Japanese. No. But I didn't realise it was totally so not. different that right. you had to get someone to read it because it was in Chinese. No, mm. okay. Yeah. In Chinese. Yeah, the letter was in Chinese. Oh, right, yeah. okay. So he had to find a Chinese person to read it. Oh, I see. Mm. I see. Well, if he, if he hadn't have done that, then wouldn't that have been a, a bit of the game that had been... Had to, they could have just chopped that out. In fact, they... I was <laughs> they gone, oh, there it is. Yeah, yeah exactly. But there's so hours. much of the game that could have been chopped out because uh, come the end of it, you get to the start of where Shenmue 2 starts, then the game could easily have started there, having seen the first cutscene. Right. Because I think it was meant yeah. to be like 12 chapters, was it? 13 originally, wasn't it? Right, it's and they, lot, anyway. they condensed the first four into the first game. Right, okay. Um, and so, you know, it was meant to be a huge saga, and at the start it says, so the, the saga begins. Okay. Yeah, because it was meant to take, like, about 30 years of his life, wasn't it, to track really? the landy oh, down the so end. Yeah, remember, I just yeah, remember yeah, a bit yeah. of a old games must have special it, sound, it sounds yeah. like a, an appreciation section it does this. a bit we, it does. We, we need to uh, yeah. we should we should move yeah. on and oddly Let's enough <laughs> odd, oddly enough sorry go on Dave what have you been playing I've been then? playing um, not a lot at home but I've played a couple of interesting things in the office okay um, obviously Street Fighter with Justin but we'll ignore that because I've been losing yep. Um, yep. and <laughs> yesterday I played a couple of interesting ones which have been previewed on the site recently all right okay. carolyn in the us did them yep but they're worth talking about uh amy yep um 
is the name of a PSN game coming out June-ish, I think, right. at the moment. Okay. Um, Continuing the theme of girls' names with Catherine and... Yeah, yeah. Um, very different to Catherine, much less upskirt, but... Um, I'm out. Which is, no, it's good, because like, the, the titular Amy is about 10 years old, so you don't want it in there. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm back in. Right. <laughs> I'm not sure how to feel about that statement. Is that a good thing? Is it no, a bad thing? No. Let's let's just. No, I'm back in for the it's game. It's a statement. That's enough. Right. Right. Okay. But yeah, Go basically, on. it's by the guy. The guy who originally directed Flashback okay. back in the old ah. day. Yeah, wonderful. He wrote Skip Flashback. What's he called? Can't remember. Really? Um, I knew I'd put you on the spot. That's Isn't guy. it Pierre something? Chad. Now you've been right. Well, Chad, his friend it, it was, called it Pierre. was Chad something, wasn't it? Chad Spazwacker. It wasn't Chad Spazwacker. <laughs> Chad Le Spazwacker? Yeah. Oh, oh God. You're a massive uh, racist. Go on, just sorry, go on. Go on, go on. It's all right, go on. I um, thought it was actually his name. Is it? I don't know. He may or may not be. Anyway, right. that guy is looking really good. Uh, PSN download, but with the quality of a full-scale game. And right. People say that a lot. And you know, usually end up stuff with like, what was that awful water-based thing? Yeah, I was going to say that. Hydrophobia. Yeah, they yeah. said that but this, hydrophobia. But, yeah, yeah, but this genuinely does look properly good. Right. Um, survival horror job. Mm-hmm. Set in about near future, I think twenty thirty ish. You, you're another girl, older one. Yeah. Uh, you wake up in a zombie apocalypse. Yeah, don't know why, don't know where. Military usual shit yeah. kicking off. Yeah, yeah. You survive a military attack. Uh, get out of there. Everything's decayed and falling to shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, you find this little girl called Amy who seems immune to the infection. Right. Because um, it seems like a biohazard type job. Right. Um, but from that point on, you're sort of accompanying her half the time, half the time not. Right. But you do need her around because mm. um, she's the one thing apart from med kits that can heal you for whatever reason. Right. That you find out later on. Okay. She has certain powers that we don't know about yet Ooh. that keep you alive. So there's something that's sort of very similar to the old Fable 3 system where you're doing the handhold walking around. No, oh, right. Yeah, but it's not what it sounds like one big escort machine, but it's not. Because uh, you're holding hands with her, so she's not running off, and you're not trying to reel back or anything. Right. Okay. But it's proper old school survival horror, but cleaned up to not be annoying by the looks of it. Okay. Um, mm. In that there's no firearms. I don't think mm. you have. You can fight. You've got melee weapons. I've seen a bit of the old crowbar in the zombies' head yeah. action. Again, it's sort of clunky enough to keep it keep the zombies threatening, but kind of fast enough that you're not sort yeah. of falsely hampered by the yeah. game. Yeah. yeah. But there's some really good ideas in it uh, for what I've seen so far. I mean, for a start, there's no hood apart from there's like a little dead space tile light on your back oh right okay but that's not like a power bar um it's all based around the level of infection you've got right um which increases steadily when you're in more hostile environments yeah just because it's an urban virus i think Mm -hmm. and you turn into a zombie yeah slowly um I mean, you've basically got you've got a green, yellow, and red stage on your light. Yeah. But that's not like you've got five seconds or ten seconds or whatever. Mm. You've got to combine that with looking at her physical state right. and keeping an eye on the condition of her skin and how she's holding herself. And mm. there's all kind of sort of like eternal darkness style sort of environmental things. Like you'll start hearing voices and yeah. things will start looking a bit weird when you start going under. So you need to get the med packs and stuff like that. Yeah. To, right. You, okay. But you can or or get hold of Amy and get her to sort you out. Right. But you can you never really know how long you've got. But it's it's a gameplay mechanic as well, rather than just a health thing. Right. Because there's certain bits where, if you're half zombified, mm. zombies won't attack you. Right. So you you can sort of try and work out how much time you've got in your zombified state to get through before you go completely under. Right. Okay. Um, and stuff like that. Okay. Um, Sounds good. Also, the other really cool thing is that Amy is your only radar. So she tells you where to go and. No, no, no. Uh, better than that. Um, rather than having like a little hood with dots and saying zombies here, zombies here. Yeah. You'll hear the zombies. A lot of the time you won't see them. You know, you can sort of sneak up and use stealth and stuff if you want mm. to. It's all optional. Mm. The level layout seems very much set to stealth or combat, wherever you want to play it. Yeah. But if you're, um, if you've got Amy with you, yeah, then you can feel her pulse rate. 
Did you mm. through the dual shock? Right. Like with, vib- with vibration. Oh, clever, yeah. And the closer you get to a zombie, the harder and faster it pumps. Right, okay. Um, but if you've not got her, then you've got no... You if, you see Kami. It, Sorry? if you see Kami. Never mind, carry on. What? what? Towel Jolt Factory again. <laughs> yeah. It's coming out. Yeah, um, it's getting condemned. So, so is there is there a, a situation then where Amy wouldn't be there? Like, yeah, what, yeah. What, what situation well, I mean, would that be? In from there? what I saw, the one I saw, you didn't have her originally. Like, right. you'd seen her earlier on and lost her, and then you've yeah. got to track her down and find her again. Ah, right, I see. So, I get the situation where she'll keep getting lost and stuff. But there's certain times when you've got to split up. Say, like, say there's bits that only she can get to. Yeah. Or you need her to unlock, like, because she works as like a remote tool as well mm. like you can get to unlock certain doors and go and get bits and bobs for you and like stuff. a Swiss army knife yeah essentially yeah, yeah that's good. but in small child form right. um, so yeah there's <laughs> a nice sort of balance child. where kind of you're probably faster and more efficient without her yeah physically but you lose all your radar and healing stuff as well yeah, so it seems very cleverly 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 balanced okay so, and that's a P- PSN exclusive PSN exclusive the moment. I think it's going to be a timed exclusive right okay it'll probably come to XBLA and PC later on but it's PSN June-ish. Sounds good. And what, yeah. what was the, what the was other one again? from the same folks yep. is um, called Red Johnson Mysteries. Yeah. There uh, were of the per, obvious cock gag. Per, purposely. Yeah. I thought yeah. you weren't allowed to talk about this one. No, that's the other one. Oh. That I was going to talk about that you just brought up now. So I won't talk about that one. Oh, talk about the other one. No, no, no. <laughs> no <laughs> Go on, Red Johnson. Red Johnson. Uh, but yeah, Red Johnson Mysteries. Um, again, Carolyn's previewed this. Yeah. Uh, it's out at the end of this month, I think. So keep an eye on it. Again, PSN. Yeah. Um, Timed exclusive or? I think so. Right. Um, okay. It's the, it generally looks like the most exciting adventure game I've seen in bloody ages, to be honest. Right. Um, in the, it's, that's big words. No, honestly, it's, words. it's genuinely, I was really impressed. It's Prepare built to be blown away. Yeah, yeah, it's built around your standard adventure game format. Yeah. You know, your old point and clicky job. Yeah. But fully 3D rendered, really, really beautiful art style. Mm. It's sort of like, in terms of art and decor, it's sort of set in a non-specific city. Yeah. But it's got loads of sort of old school, new, old 20s New York with a lot of European cities in there as well. Yeah, right, okay. Quite prison in places. Mm. Also quite steampunk, but also quite 60s, 70s. Like, it reminds me, you know, the first the way the first Batman film is really chronologically ambiguous. Yeah, yeah. The way it's like, you know, it looks 40s one day, then people are driving around in cars yeah, and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like that. It's really, really atmospheric. Okay. It's great. And it's got a really nice sort of hand-painted finish to all the textures as well. Yeah. It's really pretty. Um, but yeah, really character-driven, really quirky and fun. Um, you're playing this private detective who's the guy who gets brought in when the lazy cops can't be bothered right um, but yeah you've got your standard adventure stuff it's all sort of in first person yeah um, where you sort of click to bits of the environment and the camera zooms to them rather than having to walk around right right um, but at the same time there's a bit of Leighton in there there's a bit of uh, Phoenix Wright in there which but the thing that really impresses me when you say it's adventure game with Leighton Phoenix Wright yeah. it feels it sounds like a really modular kind of you know the way adventure games usually here's the dialogue bit, here's the puzzle, here's the dialogue bit, yeah. here's the puzzle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The thing they seem to be really gunning for and it seems to be working is to make it feel like a really holistic world. Okay. Where it all just bleeds naturally into each other. Mm. Right. Well, like, say with Leighton, you'll meet a guy and do a puzzle and you'll go through the next bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Whereas this, you'll say, you'll need to break into a house, but you can't get in. Like, you'll mm. talk to the old lady downstairs and she won't let you in. Yeah. So you boost up to the window. And then there's like a sort of slidey block puzzle you've got to do to unlock the window block, window right. lock. And then you'll open the window, then you'll go into the building. Mm. And then you might, then it turns out the guy who owns the house is still in the room. Mm. Then he attacks you with a QTE, then it's going to get a bit, of, a bit of a QTE fight. All right, okay. And then you get a dialogue bit and he doesn't let you pass, so you've got to get out and find a new way into the house. Right. Which you then do by cross to a bunch of files and doing a bit of sort of evidence gathering, kind of um, Phoenix Wright style. Yeah. Put a few clues and facts together. Well, so the way I saw it's like um, LA Noir. 
Yeah, very much like that. In fact, they were saying, they've, you know, while you're waiting for LA, I'll play this. And like, <laughs> oh, yeah. And I, gen- no, I genuinely think it's kind of, if, you're in, if, that, if that's what you're looking for, it really is going to work. Because oh, it's just, I'm just amazed by how, because the, pro- the problem with adventure games really is that I, I love them to pieces, but you do always feel slightly divorced from the action. Yeah. You know, like yeah, you're yeah. looking through a window, like you're on the outside looking yeah, in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas they're all about making this feel like a world you're completely involved with. Obviously, the, the organic way things flow together. Like yeah. the way I've said, like, you know, sort of puzzles and mysteries mm. and evidence yeah. and natural dialogue will flow like they would in the real world. Yeah. But um, there's also the way they've actually, they're bringing back six axis control, right? Aww. No, no, but in ways that actually seem to work, right? In a sort of heavy rain kind of way, you know, where it's just like you use gestural actions to kind of mirror what you're doing on screen. Yeah. It's like when I saw, when they managed to unlock the window shutters. Yeah. Um, if you want to have a look in first before you break in there, mm. just slide it around to kind of wipe, this, wipe the windows clean right, then just nice. give it a quick swing smash the window to get in there and it's just little subtle things like that that just feel you make you feel more, more can, can you use the uh playstation move with that then not as far as i know so you can like use a playstation move yeah, with anything yeah. really uh and, carry on yeah exactly <laughs> but yeah it's even stuff like examining evidence like there's a bit where they found the gas revolver yeah and they were emptying the chamber out to check the bullets against a bullet case and you found an earlier crime and mm. um, just, you know, turn it round with, like, sort of sticks. Yeah. And sort of, like, using the trigger to kind of cock it and stuff wow, like that. Wow, this really sounds like L.A. Noir. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? Like, really, really sounds it has like been, it. L.A. Noir's sort of been jumped by this already, really. Right, In a way, okay. sort of way. Well, it's, 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 I think tonally it's going to be very different. It's a lot more yeah. cartoony and fun. Yeah. Still quite serious, but it's a lot of fun. Okay. Um, but it's yeah, good. It's good. It's good. I enjoyed it. And, and, you're not, and you're not allowed to talk about the third game. <laughs> That's all doesn't right. even that exist at the moment, answer, officially. Answer it with silence. There's another fun. game that doesn't officially exist, so I'm not going to talk about right. it because it doesn't exist. Okay. I was trying to save it, and I like a... Oh, it's all right. It's all right. It's fine. Yeah. It's done now. You've upset Dave. Look at his yeah. face. Look at him. Yeah. <laughs> laughing at it. Oh, uh, you callous, callous man. You dirty bastard. Type um, man, yeah. what, what have I been playing? Um, Ghost Trick. Oh, it yeah. won't end... <laughs> it, it won't end. Really? I just I I want it to end now. I'm barely playing any any game anymore because mm. the whole thing is about like um, going across in the ghost world and manipulating stuff yeah. so that you can like get to a different area and stuff. I'm barely doing any of that. I'm just reading the story. So is it like George and that co-op thing where he's inching? <laughs> inching it, it does. It does. It does feel like I'm inching my way towards the end yeah. of it. Um, I think I'm on the final bit now, but. It's just I just want it to end now. I, I'm, I'm, I'm sick of the characters. Um, oh. I, I really want to find out what this big mystery is, but I'm just sort of like, just end. Come on, come on, let's get A wizard to it. Did it. Sound yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's do to it. So, if you were to review it, what score would you be looking at? Because I, I assume you did really like no, it. No, seven, seven. Uh, See, it's a solid game. Yeah, like, like really good game. Starts off at a, at a canter, and then it just sort of. I don't know. It's far more concerned about its story than it is about delivering gameplay. Yeah, and, yeah. and I'm not a fan of that type of genre yeah, at yeah. all. So, um, so yeah, that won't end. Um, hopefully, <laughs> by the next time I'm on the podcast, I'll, I'll, I'll be, uh, I'll have finished it. What do you think you'll play next? Um, still got Bioshock, haven't you? Still got Bioshock. <laughs> uh, still got Bioshock Two. Um, I've got. I've basically got loads of games to play. Mm. What What have I been playing mostly? I know I spoke about this last week. But uh, Top Spin Four, oh yeah, I've oh, yeah. uh, been playing that online. Mm-hmm. Um, just to go full circle on something that you mentioned earlier on the, um, the 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 system to get a custom, like having to get a custom match. Mm. Um, by default, it's not set to find someone of my same skill. Oh, I see. So you end up on there, and it's demoralising, like mm. playing against people that are just like 
frigging robots. Tentacle yeah. beasts. Yeah, just absolute robots. And they they pull off shots that you didn't even thought were possible. Yeah. But last night I spent like a, a hell of a lot of time going through all the academy stuff. Yeah. Because they've got like a, a tennis school thing. And I went through all, all the um, the tutorials and things and I learned things that I never even knew was in the game. Mm. And now I feel much more confident when I'm playing online. I and I, I was kicking ass last night. I didn't oh, even well need to, I didn't even need to set it to the um find someone yeah. who's as shit as me. Um, <laughs> so uh so I've been I've been playing a lot of that and do you know what? Once you once you crack through uh the initial sort of misery yeah. of trying to work out how how to beat robots, yeah. um it's it's really good and really rewarding. You can take your entire career mode that you play offline, you can play it online against other people right. and still win the same amount of XP to do up your character for online and offline. So does it, do they take the place of the AI opponents? So you're yeah. still playing the same? Yeah, yeah. What, what you do is basically you go into, because obviously not not everyone will be playing the same tournament yeah. at the same time. So of what course. you do is you click on, say, the US Open, click on the US Open. It finds, I think it's eight people that are also looking for mm. that thing. And then you just play the US Open with those people. Clever. So that sounds it, really good. Yeah, right? and it, if it only finds, I think it has to be a minimum of four mm. before it can go through. Otherwise, that's the other thing as well. It's a bit of a pain in the ass. If it if it doesn't find enough people, mm. it boots you out, and then you have to click back in again, oh, and then find it again. And you know, it's a bit, it's slightly annoying. Still but, a good idea. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. A, it, yeah, it's a fantastic idea. Um, and it's always, well, it's it's slightly saddening if you've got a character that's like level seven, mm. the highest you can get to is twenty. Yeah, and you go into the lobby. And you notice everyone else is like level twenty. You know you're in oh. for a for a rough ride, or but, you know you're going to make lots of points if you win. Uh, I don't think it works like that actually. Really? Yeah, I don't think it. Um, or just a win's a win or something. Yeah, so. yeah, oh. I think so. I, I I might be wrong in that, but it's yeah. it's worth yeah it's worth checking into. But I did I didn't feel like I was getting any more points than I was no. for beating someone that was rubbish and someone that was superb because that's what I enjoy about racing games or Street Fighter is that yeah. you get into a match in Street Fighter you see someone who's got like 3,000 battle points mm. yeah, yeah. and you've got 500 because you've just started but you know that you're pretty good with your character yeah. and you beat them and they lose a load and you yeah, get yeah. a lot yeah it's a wonderful sort of giant killing yeah exactly. factor, isn't it yeah. mm. it's good no I like the idea of doing doing that but I'm not entirely sure or convinced that it's in there no um, and that's that's about it that's all I've been playing well, that sounds a bit boring doesn't it well, that's not I've, too bad. It's different. Not had, I've not had a lot of time to play games. For yeah, some I, I know what you mean. Although uh, I've been making the effort with Shenmue every yeah. night this week. Mm. So yeah, I feel like I need to. Yeah. Oh, and I've also got all the hats and the puzzle pieces now on the 3DS. Oh, well, so and that's it. Yeah. Well, that's it. Yeah, I mean, I've nailed that as well. So it's just done. Yeah, now. I think we all have. Yeah. Um, maybe Matt hasn't. But no. what what do you feel now? Pff, emptiness. I know. Yeah. So like every time that, I open it, I hear like you know the old Incredible Hulk TV theme. Yeah. Do do do. I just hear that played and just like this. Feeling the absolute desolation. I've got to close it with a tear. Right. Because it, got to walk away it was it. so exciting every time you got the green light, mm, and yeah. now you get the green light, and you get that excitement, and then you realize, like, oh, it's, it's just Justin again. He's no, no, you realize that there's nothing. There's nothing. That's to what do. I mean, though. It's just like you got all the you got all the same amount of people coming. You go, hey, yeah. ten people every morning in yeah. the office. But that's, uh, but then they bring nothing with them, and it's just. Mm. Well, it's the thing. That's why we, you need to get playing games like Super Street Fighter yeah. that has Street Pass, so you can. Oh play yeah, I know. Games. So, but I'm just not waiting for Payday so I can buy it, some games. <laughs> it's not Nintendo's fault that what they give you doesn't last forever out of the box because they want you to play games. No, no. I'll, so, I'll tell you what the problem is: is that we been involved in like a boosting yeah. session yeah. Exactly. we're in a months. room full of 10 people with 3DSs every yeah. morning so yeah. bam your av- yeah your average Joe's not going to get that well this is it I mean which kind of worries me selfishly because obviously 
They're probably going to patch it with new content eventually. Yeah. But, but they'll do it based on when average Joes run out of stuff, yeah, not which could week. be like no. 2013 yeah. at the current rate. So well, I can't wait for things like Animal Crossing to come along where you'll, you'll have... I can wait for Animal Crossing. <laughs> I'm sure you'll be able to trade to trade like furniture bits just because yeah. they used to be like a recycle bin mm. where you'd put stuff that you didn't want in there and then you come back yeah, like, that'll work a few actually, days later yeah. and there'd yeah. be different things in there yeah okay uh, so I'm sure if you saw like a sort of pool of work. crap that goes straight to street pass that'd be yeah, exactly, really good yeah. yeah pool of crap can't wait for that <laughs> yeah um, so is there anything else anything else I think we're done there aren't we we're done. Yeah. what we've been playing yeah. coming up next is the appreciation section <laughs> It's time for the appreciation section, and this week, appreciating a game is Justin. Hello. Hello. Uh, what game is it that you're appreciating this week? I am appreciating an ancient game from 1988. <gasps> Surely no one they was didn't, alive then. They didn't make games then. <laughs> uh, called Nigel Mansell's Grand Prix. Ah. Ah. You have spoke about this on the podcast previously, but not in an yes, appreciation not in a pre- section. Exactly, so I thought I'd appreciate. That's all right. Give give people a little bit of an overview about that then. Okay, it was a game for the ZX Spectrum. There's 48K or 128K versions. 128 better sound. Yeah. yeah. Um, it also came out on the Commodore and I think it was the Amstrad. Um, it was Nigel Mansell's first licensed game. Yep. Obviously, we've had more. Nigel Mansell games since then. Yeah. Can you uh, explain who Nigel Mansell is? Oh yeah, Nigel Mansell was a, a Formula One Grand Prix driver who almost won the championship in 86. So obviously uh, he was very popular at the time yep. when this came out. Uh, and he did eventually win it in 1992. Yeah. And then went to IndyCar. So US people might know him because yep. he won the championship in IndyCar in 93. And, and a handsome moustache. He's most famous yeah. for his moustache. That's right. <laughs> and... Yep. Uh, and he's amazing. Uh, well, he was like people say that he was dull when he was talking. Well, I yeah. think he was great. I was okay. a big fan of Mansell when I was a kid. Yeah, okay. uh, Kindred yeah. spirits. Yeah. Sorry, go on. Sorry, so the go game. On. The game yeah. is a simulation of Formula One, which on the spectrum people would play like I don't know, outrun, enduro racer stuff like that. Yeah, it was usually quite arcadey. But this was actually a very deep simulation of Formula One that I don't think was surpassed until about. Well, probably the Jeff Crammon stuff in the 90s. Maybe oh, yeah. F197 was the first F1 game that I genuinely thought was better than this. Right. Okay. So it That's, took a while. That is big words. Yeah. Big, big words. Okay. Well, we'll kick off with the questions then. Okay. Uh, why do you hold such strong memories of this game? Well, back when I was at school, I mean, 88, I was, let me think, six years old. Yeah, I was born in 82. So, yeah, as a, as a youngster, I guess I played it when I was about eight years old. And I loved Formula One. And to be able to play as Nigel Mansell on the spectrum was just fantastic and uh, the fact that it was so deep as well and uh, playing it with my dad and we couldn't even qualify because you get three laps to qualify for the race yeah. and we kept spinning off and not doing very well and then my sister had a go mm. and uh, she did must have been one of her first laps was really good yeah. but come the end she gave up and left the room and then the grid came up on the screen and there are all these cars Ooh. on the grid and it's like come back come back you're on the grid it's really <laughs> exciting Really that's, that's good yeah. that's a good memory to have mm. um, what's the single best thing about the game single best thing about the game I'd say is the tactical depth uh, because it had turbo boost yeah. which back in 88 <laughs> just <laughs> like real which F1 cars <laughs> did they did yeah, really proper, they did. Proper, actual oh, no, we're talking about yeah. 88 when they had wings and stuff as well ah, right. yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> Nigel Mansell was famous for using the turbo boost for the last six laps at Silverstone to beat Nelson Piquet in 87. They have nitro, nitro boost. Oh, turbo, yeah, it, it, was, um, it was actual turbos back then. Really? After, yeah, like, after that they had... Not um, just the thing they put in video games, they actually yeah, yeah, actual existed. Yeah, actual turbos, turbo, yeah. It was, um, 
Williams, is it Honda? Yeah. Turbo Honda, I think it was. Right, then. okay. And uh, so after that, you could change the mixture of the fuel, which made right. it more rich. Yeah. But back then, it was actual turbo. And yeah, he melted, he had meltdown of the pistons on the engine. Right. And um, and crossed the line. Well, like, he wouldn't have done another lap, but he won the race. And it was just, it's that kind of thing that the, that the game sort of encapsulates. Because okay. if you use the turbo boost, yeah. it gives you a, a tangible boost of speed. So you can yeah. use it for overtaking. But it uses up more fuel and it heats up the engine, all of which is shown on the screen. You've got the uh, temperature and everything. All right. Uh, which modern games just pretend to have, but don't. Okay. You know. So the best yeah. thing about it was the turbo boost then? Well, just the tactical depth of oh, like, you know, shall, depth, I, shall I use the turbo boosts now? Because like, you could, it was like based on the number keys. Right. So you could go up to, it was either eight or 12 levels. Yeah. Um, and you'd think, well, shall I just carry on on three or four and have moderate boost all the time? Yeah. Or shall I wait and save it and then go for 12? Right. And it was just that fine line of, of balancing how much fuel you had left and how hot your engine was with how fast you were going. Right. Very good. You couldn't just drive through a puddle to cool it down again this time. No, that's right. Yeah. No. Oh, it's a shame. Yeah. Um, next question then. Has there ever been a sequel? And if not, do you think there should be? Um, well, as I say, there have been other Nigel Mansell games. Right. But uh, not... Not the same game, yeah, right? Okay. The same, but um, for for what reason have they not been the same then? Uh, I think people people tend to go towards arcade. I did in the nineties. After that, so you'd have like um, Ayrton Senna Super Monaco Grand Prix, which was a little simmy compared to other games at the time, but nowhere near as deep as this. Well, so um, you still love Ayrton Senna's? Oh, it's great, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah really good. Yeah, uh, you know, both great games in their own right, mm. but um, games with that much simulation didn't really come back round until. I suppose F one ninety seven had some of it, and Jeff Crammons, I say. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Dave's yawning. Oh, Sorry. come on! Isn't no, no, that I've just unrelated. I'm, I'm aware of Jeff Crammons' work. He, 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 he does good stuff. He does, he does look bored. Yeah. yeah. He's been oh. stifling. Yeah, he's been stifling that yawn for, <laughs> for ages. He's uh, good. Yeah. Well, I mean, games where you could uh, tinker with your car setup and stuff like that. It's all. That's yeah. what Forza's doing now. Okay. Yeah. So they need if they could have a Formula One game that really had that in it. I suppose Codemasters are getting there again. Yeah. I think Cody's the first first dev team to really um, get back towards that and keep it fun. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, Nigel Mansell's Grand Prix was doing that years ago. Before I move on to the the, the final question then, mm -hmm. uh, if you had to com it, rate the two of them, like mm. rank the two, yeah. Nigel Mansell's or the current F1 from Cody's? Uh, I would say the current F1 from Cody's. Oh, okay. But having said that... God, you've not lost all your marbles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, when I did, I think it was about four years ago, I did a feature on the best Formula One games. Mm. And uh, I did include this in it. And at the time, Matt said, would you genuinely play this over, I think he listed, I forget which it was. Maybe it was the Formula One on PS3. The Sony ones, yeah. Sony Liverpool ones, was yeah. it? Yeah. And to be honest, I, I'd be perfectly happy playing Nigel Mansell's. Right. It's still it's still really good to play. You and no one else. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but that's great for me. Um, and the and the final question then is mm. uh, well, I think I know the answer to this. Uh, has it aged well? Mm. And would you genuinely recommend that people play it today? <laughs> uh, graphically, obviously, it looks horrible, right. and the sound at the time was was groundbreaking because it sounded really quite good. Yeah, but it's not now. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but in terms of the control and the movement of the car yeah. on the on the corners, it's great. If you push too hard, you'll spin, mm. and you can catch the spin if you're quick enough to get off the accelerator and onto the opposite lock. Okay. Um, and I just really like the way that at the start of the race, it makes you wait thirty seconds mm. while it counts down and and it says everything's being checked and everything, right. and then it does the lights, and it's just such a 
a great atmosphere to it. Would you recommend that people play it today? I'd recommend to give it a go, although you'd have to hunt out the original because I tried an emulated version that you can play in browser. And unfortunately, if you ever pressed three keys at once, it would crash back to the title screen. Right. Okay. So if you're trying to accelerate and turn and change gear, right. you're, you're screwed. Okay. Which is a shame. But yeah, um, back at the time, people didn't really like it because I, I fished He's out reading some. from he's, a bit he's of got paper. Notes he's, got, he's got I got some notes. Paper. Paper. I got what's going on here? I got reviews here. From Extension. From Sinclair user and uh, oh, what's the other one? Your Sinclair. Crash. Crash. Right. You haven't Go got on. your Sinclair. Oh, Justin. Best uh, Spectrum magazine. I don't think so. And, what, uh, what it was just funny that the games journalism at the time. Someone says um, it just about holds your attention, but I don't think I'd have the patience to play through all sixteen tracks. Just admitting that they're only and all of the screenshots are from the first level. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> and what score did it get? Um, this one. I guess the other one. Seventy-two overall. 72 on one based on one track just imagine how yeah. how, how good the rest how, of, yeah if that's like 72% per track and there's what 30, there's like 800% there <laughs> it would have been the best game best ever, game ever made yeah. had the journalist for like 8 years yeah. yeah yeah and what was what did the other review say was there anything interesting from um, that well yeah they both had some some amazing stuff to say some of them were trying to make like Murray Walker jokes and James Hunt jokes because of course James was live at the time yeah uh, there's where was it here? Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, it tries too hard to be authentic and ends up being a bit pedestrian. More a case of Nigel Mansell drives down to the news agents for a packet of fags, brackets, on Sunday, close brackets. And that's their intro. <laughs> that's that's amazing. good. I'm yeah. using that. Yeah. I'm using that. That's good. Yeah. Uh, Insightful. Yeah. So they're, they're too busy trying to poke fun at it and be clever than actually tell you about okay. the game. That was based the 80s games journalism, though, wasn't it? Yeah. Well, it's, I miss it, was, it. I miss it. It was yeah. funnier. It's very interesting yeah. reading reading those again. But I, honest. Honest. Well, yeah, funny and honest. Yes. Mm. Um, I couldn't be asked playing this. Maybe you won't be either. Yeah. It's, uh, exactly. That's fine. Exactly. Yeah. Well, th thanks for that, That's Justin. Right. That was a good, a good appreciation section, even though I would never, ever play that game again. <laughs> I know. Or, uh, or indeed even look at it. <laughs> um, that's, that's very honest of yeah. you. So, I'm bringing back the 80s journalism mate yeah. um, so that's the end of the appreciation section yeah. coming up next is the news yeah. it's time for the news and this week the news is centred around one story and um, well it's, I guess it's a follow on from last week Dave. it is it is the conclusion of the epic story mm. of last week tell yes. us what it is Dave um, George Geo Hots Hots yes not his real name yep uh, who's currently staring at you from this piece of paper with his sort of floppy herd fraggle on yeah. a mother load of acid face yep. on that photo that he's probably seen in every news story about him Yep. Look at oh, him. yes. Yeah. <laughs> yep. He's bollocks. Yep. Fraggle. Um, yeah. Him and Sony have now, following the lengthy war of hacking and stopping hacking and mm, start yes. off, I'm going to carry on hacking and no, stop the hacking. Yeah. Um, they finally come to an agreement. Okay. Suspiciously quick. Mm. Out of just, mm. Oh, yeah. and now it's all okay again. And quiet agreement. agreement After well, a long yeah. period of like this war going on and you know, him allegedly hiding in South America and then chasing him out of there yeah. with like militia or whatever. Yeah. Um, and then Anonymous getting involved and threatening to bring down Sony and blah, blah, yeah. blah, blah. Suddenly, it's all all right now. Okay. Like, it's suddenly stopped. Apparently, they've come to an agreement. Yep. Um... Hotz has consented to a permanent injunction. Okay. Which, according to our friends at CVG, is a final order of a court that a person refrains from certain activities on a permanent basis. Right, okay. So, essentially, Sony have said, it's all right, just promise you won't do it again. Yeah. And he's gone, all right then. And that's all okay now. So, originally, yeah. am I right in saying that they wanted money out of him? Yeah. They were suing him for yeah, they were X amount properly of... Properly 
tracking him down and lost profits. To, they probably realised that he didn't have any money. We well, or does he? I, well, am I, I doing a disservice? I, well, I don't think it was that. I think Dave will probably tell. I us think what what it was now. you'll notice that this sudden. Sony not giving a shit about the worst thing that's ever happened to them. Yeah. Um, and there have been a lot of bad things that have happened to them. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. PSP for one. Yeah. yeah. Go on. PSP Go. Yeah. Um, <laughs> 3000. 3000. Yeah. <laughs> Giant Enemy Crab. UMD. That whole E3. Yeah. Ridge Racer. <laughs> First tier is the PS3. Anyway, yeah. yeah. Mini, so, mini disc. Mini Sorry, disc. Go on. <laughs> go on. Yeah, that worked out well. Um, so, yeah. Despite this being the worst thing ever, they've suddenly gone, oh, it's all right. Oddly enough, just after Anonymous threatened to destroy the shit out of them. Mm. Um, whether, I mean, whether the two are related, I don't know for definite, but I reckon it probably are. Um, I mean, Anonymous have basically, they haven't even really, really done much yet. They've yeah. just sort of flexed the muscles and shown what they're capable of, yeah. which is basically anything involving a computer mm-hmm. and you and your business and your family and your house. Yes, yes. Um, I mean, fair enough, they said they're not going to affect the consumers and all this to keeping off the PSN, but they were, they were fully going for Sony well, and saying they hadn't even started yet. Well, so while, while we're on that point, yeah. um, they last week we... we basically covered the story about the fact that Anonymous had got yeah. involved and threatened Sony and said, yeah. like, you know, we're not going to do anything to the consumers yeah, at all exactly. about you. Um, they did actually yeah. attack the PSN. Yeah. I know and they immediately retracted it and apologised yeah. and said, this isn't about you. Well, but they, they, did, well yeah. they didn't particularly apologise. They said, and I think the exact words were, that... Um, consumers were collateral damage to yeah. what they was doing to the. Oh no, there was, def- there was another statement afterwards. Right, they did. They definitely put out another statement okay. saying they were never they were going to desist from that and never touch the PSN because it wasn't fair to affect the consumers. Right, it was the management that were going. Am after. I the only person who thinks this sounds very much like terrorism? Oh, it is. Yeah. <laughs> well, activists, activism, which are terrorists. Yeah, <laughs> it's perspective at the end of the day, isn't it? <laughs> it is. I mean, bas- basically, it does seem like. Well, uh, GeoHots was backed up by the mm. by the very people that he was trying to be part of. Like, How you know, well, yeah, well, well I mean, he was part <laughs> of. I mean, he was a hacker. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. You know, yeah. Um, Anonymous is very hacker driven. Yeah, and you know, they are. I said they were backing on their own, and they're going after Sony because of it. I'd, like as a as a human interest story, mm. it's you know, it's quite yeah a, a, a decent story yeah. that these people would come along and say, stop that. Stop suing that person, and then it's all settled out of court. When yeah. they was when they was trying to get money out of him, apparently, mm. and the jail sentence and all types yeah. of you know bad things. They wanted him hung, drawn, and quartered, yeah. and then all of a sudden it's like, okay, thanks, bye. Yeah, cheers. Just, just don't do it. Again. Cheers it's all right, anyway. Yeah, it's all right. But Are you know, you... I, I mean, like the the internet is full of uh, mostly twats. But I will say that when good stuff happens I'm not saying this is good I'm just saying like when positive stuff happens mm-hmm. like I am genuinely interested in yeah. it because obviously there's so many idiots and shit things happening yeah. on the internet that but let's think about the net though given the kind of manpower resources and skills that are out mm. there when the internet motivates it can do anything good or bad you know what I mean it can, rule one the internet is sort of the internet always wins really yeah. could, could we not point it it's in like the direction of gas sorry yeah. point it in the direction of cancer maybe that would be well they did well not Obviously, they can't. Yeah, they haven't got like biology hackers, labs yeah. on the PCs uh, or anything. Yeah. But, they, but one of one no. of the one of the big things you might have heard last week on the podcast was um, they they bridged the gap between um, was it in Tehran? Yeah, this is an anonymous thing. It was during the Ira- the Iranian election. Yeah, two thousand nine. Was it, yeah, was it Iran? I think it was Iran. 
Was it? I think it was around. Okay. Yeah. All right, I'll go with it wrong twice. I'll go with you. I'll go with you. Yeah, they were sort of bridging the sort of internet links between Iran and yeah. the West and getting a flow of information across. Yeah. Did similar sort of stuff during the Egyptian uprising. Yeah. That's when what you're saying. Egypt was yeah. Trying, yeah. When Egypt was trying to lock down the internet as well. Yep. Anonymous got in there and made sure the free flow was there. So, you know, it's just, yeah. Yeah. Stuff. Rough for this move. Um, yeah. the, um, the, the, the last point that I'll make on this mm. and is um, this. Obviously, it's been settled. Yeah. Obviously, he's not paying any money or anything like no. that. But could this be... Do you think it's a, a, a win for Sony then? Do you think it's well, going to deter people from doing this interesting thing? The point, last point I was going to come on to was I know it's just we left the office. I'm not trying to properly get into it. But right. apparently, good old Michael Pachter oh. in his... Um, What's he guessed at now? Yeah, <laughs> in his inevitable... In, you know, never an inquest to be completely out of touch with everything he's, talk, he's paid to talk right. about has said that this is now going to deter other hackers. Right, okay. No, it's not. All it's done, surely, is proven to any of the hackers yeah. that you if it all blows it. up in your face, anonymous have got your back and it'll probably be all right. Yeah, oh, but you will be sort of... You'll go through the ringer, but that. basically, if anonymous come in and get your back, then... yeah. Doesn't mm. really matter, does it? So you, you think there could be a few copycat? Oh, I don't. Ones? I honestly don't know. I'm not saying it will or it won't. I mean, I don't know. Obviously, I don't know how anonymous feel about this. I don't know what it was about this particular yeah. case that got them involved. Mm. I doubt they're just jumping on everything. Yeah. But um, yeah, I mean, as far as I'm concerned, it just seems to say that kind of if obviously we don't know for definite whether why Sony's backed down, but yeah. it does seem to imply that given a certain amount of pressure, certain companies might. Be True. a bit less inclined to pursue things. True. Mm. Sorry, was you going to say something, Justin? Uh, no, I was just going to say that uh, surely the damage has still been done. Right. And well, this is a mad thing about it. Yeah, they can't. Fail overflow, being able to, you know, crack yeah. the PS3 mm. open. Well, it's it. still I mean, cracked open. They can't They're... stop it now. The code's out there, isn't it? So it's. I know done. they can fix it with firmware bits, but. I don't know. It's it's all a bit of a mess. But people, th those people exist out there. Everyone wants to just break into something that they're not supposed exactly. to be there. Yeah. Like people trying to crack the code to get into the Pentagon's computers yeah, and exactly. stuff like that. You know, this is how the WikiLeaks things yeah. happen yeah. and stuff like that. So, you know, regardless of what sort of countermeasures you put in place to yeah. stop these things, they're always going to happen because yeah. people yeah. are interested in the stuff that they're not supposed to see. Yeah. And that's, that's the bottom line to it, that's I guess. It. That is the bottom line. Confirmation of aliens. Yes. <laughs> yes. Come on. Um, so that's it. That's, that's it. it. That's the only news story. That's I was gonna I was gonna make a mention of the um the SSX thing, but again well, yeah. I think we covered that last week. Yeah. Didn't Basically we? SSX continues to look good. Yeah. Like you, very good. Dave yeah. did Dave did an article on uh, the dev diary, which is up on Games Radar. Yes. Now um the the latest dev diary. Yeah, the second of the two dev second which, of the two so far. Yeah, which blinking you'll miss it, there is some footage of Yep, the actual new proper SSX game in there. There's a bit of footage of three again, because I was the play yep. three. Um but there's some untextured footage of just some sort of you know environmental yep. renders of a, the, the surfing through. Yeah. Then there's a few little montage of actual gameplay and it just looks like SSX three, basically. Yep. So I'm all over it. So it super, yeah, it does. Soup Yeah. Mm. So that concludes the end of the news section. Coming up next is Question of the Week. It's time for Question of the Week. And this week's question is, what's your single favourite piece of music, i.e. theme or licensed track, from a game and why? So not the soundtrack, mm. but the actual mm, one yeah. piece of music from that game. 
Yep. And I shall go with Dave first. Right. See, I was going to go for Aquatic Ambience from Duncan Country, but it's well obvious, and I figured the readers have probably got me covered on that one anyway. Right, okay. Else say it. Uh, and then I was going to go for the opening theme on Secret of Mana, right. but I've talked about that a hell of a lot anyway. Yep. So I'm going to go with Terrace theme from Final Fantasy VI, which probably someone else has already mentioned as well. Right. But it's basically amazing. Okay. It's Again, it's one of those... I mean, it's a beautiful piece in its own right. It's the main theme of Final Fantasy VI, essentially, as well as that of the main character. Yeah. Um, but again, it's one of those utterly beautiful kind of like right tune in the right mm-hmm. moment in the right part of the right intro of the right game all yeah. right yeah. things yeah again <laughs> the, opening right. of, the opening of Final Fantasy 6 is an absolute stunner okay. possibly as good as if not better than Manners mm-hmm. uh, she's got this really sort of nice sort of opening scene yeah. with Tara who becomes your main character she's sort of lost a, lost a memory at, the, at this point yeah long story short manipulated by the Empire to stomp into a place and find some stuff for her mm. using magic because she's got it and they haven't yeah uh, and then it goes from this little really lonely clifftop kind of wintry scene mm-hmm. overlooking the village they're going to break into yeah. to the credits rolling in this huge epic sort of like beautiful scrolling mode 7 wintry kind of wilderness right. they're stomping through these three max really slowly mm. with the snow blizzarding down and what starts is this really sort of gentle little kind of quite sad lilting little theme yeah. which you get you know, later fits the character perfectly then slowly build up this huge kind of like sort of sense of the unknown, then this huge kind of explorative kind of adventuring crescendo, but still with a sort of like hint of sadness and insecurity about it as well. Sounds good. It's fucking beautiful. Sounds good. Yeah. Sounds good. Yeah. Justin? <laughs> I'm going to go with, yeah, I almost went for the edit of uh, Just a Day by Feeder at the start of Gran Turismo 3 A-Spec. Yeah, that's oh, good. Because yeah. yeah. I liked that so much, I put it on my mini disc player, actually, yes. back in the day. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I saw the I think, on BMX the other day. Yeah. <laughs> I think that arrangement at the start, where they put the break before it kicks off with the vocal, is actually better than the single version. Yeah. Um, but I'm going to go instead with uh, Simple and Clean, the Utada, sorry, Utada Hikaru song from right. Kingdom Hearts, the Planet B remix that plays at the start. So it's sped up. Right. It's really pumping. Uh, so is it techno? I don't know. I don't, I don't know, know what you call it. Um, Te- call it techno. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, and it's, it's fantastic. And I downloaded the um, actual track off iTunes because it's longer. But uh, I love that song so much. Mm. In fact, I liked it so much that I got uh, Utada United 2006 DVD yeah. of um, of Hiki doing one of her concerts yeah. and uh, hearing uh, Hikari, which is the Japanese version of that song, uh, at the end of that brings tears to my eyes every time I hear it. It's so beautiful. It's beautiful. Yeah. That's nice. That is nice. <laughs> it's made me feel a bit teary. <laughs> um, I, I, well, I'm going to... Um, I'm gonna, go against my rules here and mm-hmm. uh, I'm going to say the ones that was in the running oh, like yeah. you, well I guess you yeah. both did that anyway yeah, carry on we smashed this smashed it already uh, we'll get in there. S- uh, sensible I think it was sensible world of soccer's ah. goal scoring no was it goal scoring superstar hero do you not remember that maybe it was yeah. sensible soccer I can't remember do you not remember it? No. Nope. You're a goal-scoring superstar hero. Sounds, it sounds like a sensible song. Sensible <laughs> yeah. were great for song, like yeah. opening theme tunes back in the day. And then it was, and then I was thinking it was going to be War. Never had so much fun from Cannon Fodder. Yeah, that's what. Yeah. Um, or it was going to be the intro to Streets of Rage One. You know, uh, the, yeah, the first great, level, yeah. Yeah. which which basically is amazing because I really like. Streets of Rage, although not so much now, not so much now on uh, on oh, on iPhone. No. Um, but the one that I was going to settle on, and I know, well, it might seem like an obvious choice, but there are reasons behind it. Mm. Is um, is it Billy Jean when you first get on oh, yeah. the a moped, a, a Vaggio in Vice City? Oh yeah, 
Is it Billie Jean? It's it any car, I think. It's the first thing that it's plays the, on the yeah, radio. It's the, it's the first, yeah, it's the first thing. It's Billie Jean, isn't it? Yeah. 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 It's the first song that comes on. And because, because GTA and the way that Rockstar are with their games, they, they barely let out any sort of information about what's on the soundtrack, yeah. Yeah. what you're going to be doing in the game. You, well, they, they tell you like a little bit about the characters and stuff like that, but they don't really give you any like details yeah, in yeah. depth mm. about soundtracks and stuff. First time, kick someone off the uh, Vagio moped. I thought, not ridden a moped before in a yeah. GTA game. Going to have a little go on that. And as soon as it like kicked in, it was like, oh my God, is that Michael? They licensed Michael Jackson songs <laughs> yeah. for this, for Vice City. And I just, I, you know, you're supposed to go to like a certain place. I just yeah. drove around for ages yeah. until the song had yeah. finished. And I was like, I can't wait until I, I listen <laughs> to the rest of these songs. Yeah. But it was just, I think it was just, it was so such a, a big moment in games like because obviously the GTA 3 didn't have uh, a, a licensed no, soundtrack sound per se. So it was yeah. like Blondie sound like and stuff. Yeah, and it was from, um, a lot of the tracks were from uh, Scarface, the film. Oh, are they? As well, um, yeah. Um, so when I actually heard a licensed track that was yeah. that was from an artist that I that I knew, uh, a, an album that I loved and I was on a little moped driving yeah. around Vice City, it was just, it was amazing. Yeah. Absolutely amazing. And Rockstar do that with with a plum near enough every time. Yeah, they always make sure that that song that you hear, the first yeah. song that you hear, will like set your excitement. Yeah, your yeah, put you yeah. put you into a really excited mood and be yeah. like, yeah, come on, come on, game. It's because they got the money now, I guess, because that yeah. was the first game that really had the you know super high production values. True. Well, yeah, it's the first one after through GTA Three, essentially, True. wasn't it? So, uh, and I, I mean, there are more more iconic songs in games like that have just been made specifically yeah. for games. But I think the mixture of new GTA, new vehicle, new song. Yeah. Well, old song, yeah. licensed track. Yeah. It was just it added up to be mm. the the most perfect moment. For yeah, because that way usually kind of avoid licensed tracks with questions like this. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But in Rockstar games, sorry, <laughs> excuse me. Yeah, in uh, Rockstar games, it always feels justifiable because it's not just a game, a song like it's not like Wipeout where they're just throwing a song in there. Yeah. It's it's always directorially. Yeah, and that very moment, you know, so that moment is where it's like they were saying we can do anything now. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Certainly was. So shall we read some out from the community? Yeah, why not? Yeah. See, this is usually the bit where Cundy goes, nah, nah, <laughs> I'm not sure about that. Uh, anyway, so from Facey Boosh, uh, we've got Matthew Strawer, and he says, it has to be Shadow of the Beast on the Amiga. <laughs> Cynthia wow. Mysterious. I was nine when I first heard it and still remember it. Well, I'm now 31. Yeah. Good grief. No. He's, I'm right, I listen to that, still listen to the soundtrack all the time. It's well good. Shadow of the Beast, remind yeah, me what seriously, that was. It was Shadow of the, the game was <coughs> Shadow. Is there a werewolf on the front of it? No, you're thinking of Altered Beast. That's what I'm Wise thinking of. from Young Wave. Yeah. <laughs> but um, no, uh, Shadow of the Beast was again, a similar sort of side-on, scrolling, fight monsters, jump on platforms, climb ladders. Thing. Yeah. <laughs> game's a bit dumped, but it was a classic sort of style of a substance job where it, like, they got like, was it Roger... Dean to do the artwork. Guy yeah. did a lot of the old, you know, sort of yeah, 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 yeah. A lot of sort yeah. of like the um, yeah LSD bands and That's sort of fantasy novels and stuff. Yeah, really good sort of um, fantasy artist. Um, million about eight million levels of parallax scrolling. Right, um, mm. and a really sort of like almost sort of like new agey but weird synthy, really right. densely atmospheric soundtrack. Okay, it was really good. That's good. Uh, Plushy Damone, who um, is that his real name? Her real name? Plushy. 
That's good. I like it. It's good. Um, From Facebook, Wounded War Song from Silent Hill 4 soundtrack. Mm. It's beautiful as a standalone track, but I think the most memorable music when when joined to the game is the Silent Hill 1 theme, as it's a shiver-inducing prelude to what you're about to experience. Basically, anything Akira Yamioka has made it... What? Has made it... Is high up in my list in my favourite game music chart. Right, okay. Yeah. I get that. That's true. You get Yamaoka's basically amazing. Right. Uh, this is fact. <laughs> uh, uh, in fact, he's uh, certainly solo album. Well worth a listen. All right, okay. Um, not very much like his game stuff, like completely mental, most eclectic, matches stuff you'll ever hear, but it's really, really good. Okay, doc. Uh, Richard Cabato says uh, Ave Maria from Hitman. Eccentric! <laughs> exclamation mark. <laughs> uh, was that in the. Was that at the end of it? It's in Bolton it somewhere, is it isn't in, it? Right, I think it's okay. in the opening of Blood Money, isn't it? I, I only played Blood Money. It's, yeah. a, it's at the end as well. Is it? Yeah. yeah. It's in a lot. It is. Uh, James Carey, also from Facebook, says, uh, reach out to the truth from the Persona 4 soundtrack. That's one one game that I've never got into. I know, or, or indeed, I don't think I've ever played a single game. I've no. not. It's one of the things that I know I keep meaning to get around to at some point. Can't yeah. I know they're well. Yeah, yeah, I know they're really good, but I just never tracked one down. I think they keep mm. pumping about the PSP as well, which is... Mm. Persona. I, yeah, I picked up a uh, PS2 game in HMV second hand for 50p. Yeah. 50p? Yeah, I yeah. think it's Persona 4. Yeah, and it's Bargain. quite rare. Um, he does go on to say, though I could have said many of the songs from that soundtrack or the Persona 3 FES soundtrack, the music is so good in the first place, but when it is with all those memories of those long hours spent with that game, it is just priceless and is always wonderful. Because it is the battle music. Ooh. Uh, it inspires me and gives me courage. <laughs> as corny as that may sound. I listen to it to pump me up and motivate me in real life. That's pretty nice. Oh, that's, that's good. That's yeah, good. That, yeah. And you laughed. It's good. I know I did. But in a playful way. Not, <laughs> not at him. With him. Like, yeah. Uh, he did put an exclam on there to make it you know, a bit more lighthearted. Yeah, that's yeah. fine then. Yeah, that's fine. It's still you laughed. Yeah. Uh, the last one from Facebook is Nick Draycott. And he says, Braid soundtrack. Yeah. Although that wasn't what the question said. You know, I did say... No, no, we did say specifically, but... Yeah, sounds good backwards and forwards and has lived in my head ever since I played the game. Yeah, Braid's amazing. Mm-hmm. Is it is it Draycott or Dr. Acott? It's Draycott. It's literally It's Draycott. Because he'd put Dr. Nick Acott, yeah. wouldn't he? Not, not, <laughs> yeah. Dr. Nick. Not Nick, Dr. Brackets, yeah. Acott. Anyway, uh, from Twitter, yeah. we've got Adwill24, and he says, the Dead Space main theme mm. is just epically chilling tune, perfect for listening on uh, dog walks, as mm. is Talk Radar UK, apparently. True. Yeah, Although it does say prefect for listening, yeah, um. rather, rather than perfect. Uh, Henry JSB, also from Twitter, says, Old Snake by Harry Gregson Williams from MGS4, ominous, haunting, and sad. Mm. All? All. All, what's, all. The, what's the All. Uh, they meant all of the preceding oh, right. I don't know okay do you know what else I was going to say what? Uh, MGS1 uh, when you're climbing not MGS1 when you're climbing up the ladder in MGS3 and the Snakey Eater track plays because uh, the ladder's like have you played Epi- it I know I've yeah, not it played go, it it goes, like, it goes on it? for ages and it just is it one that's going to making you think about what's it going just, on it just, situations it, it doesn't it doesn't play the whole song, but it starts to, as you get further up the ladder, it plays like little bits of it. Yeah. And then as you get a bit higher up, it's like, sneaky yeah. And it's beautiful. Good so, I should have picked that. I'm an idiot. <laughs> uh, R.L. Rudge, 
Also from Twitter says, uh, for the sheer lunacy of it, fly me to the moon in Bayonetta. Oh, yeah, good. good choice. Uh, fits the game's theme so well. Also extremely Japanese. Yeah, it's yeah, really yeah, good. It's, well, it it's sorry. O- sorry, it's overplayed in the game. Well, it's basically the main battle yeah. theme every time yeah. you fight, isn't it? <laughs> but um, yeah, it's, it's so high fidelity and it's just Yeah, because it's, it's a br- brilliantly just like balls out arrangement of it, but it's... Mm-hmm. It's one of those classic kind of really should not work in this context, but yeah. absolutely does. So it's it's good. Yeah. Uh, M. Jakahana. Is that right? Uh, M. Jakahana. Yep, yes, that's me. right. Uh, probably the main theme of Final Fantasy VII, just because it's beautiful and reminds me of summer days locked inside playing PlayStation. Love. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, yeah it's a good film. Um, I've, I've never actually played Final Fantasy VII either. Really? Carry on. Six Carry on. Six Carry on. I'm just oh, I'm, yeah. I'm having my confessions as I uh, keep going. Uh, and Billy Brush XBL says best bit of music was the opening to Blood Money on the Amiga. Where is the money? I think that's what it's called in Dave Jones' bank account. Mm. Is Blood Money from Dave Jones then? Apparently, I checked it out on YouTube today. It's quite good. It's got the classic kind of like Amiga sort of like banging house intro with right. crazy shit swelling over the screen and stuff. Right. And that worries the money is a quote from I it. I see. Tal's putting his coat on. He's leaving. Yeah, he's it's, done. it's freezing in here. Freezing. It's 19 degrees. Uh, it's 19 degrees, man. Look nice. at this water in front of me. That's not frozen. Um, and from, from the forums, we've got uh, Nadubis who says, have to be from the Commodore 64, I think. Yeah. Maybe The Last Ninja mm. or one of the Rob Hubbard tunes, yeah. Crazy Comets uh, or, or Sanction, etc. I have great memories of trying to learn my favourite tunes on the guitar. Like you, Justin. Yeah. Man, of your, man of your own heart. Yeah. Can still play a mean The Last Ninja. Not quite up to Justin's magical sound shower, though. Oh, that sucks. Mm. Uh, more recently, the original Motorstorm. The opening cinematic will leave you far behind by Lunatic Calm really left an impression. I, I, I don't think I remember that. Uh, which most on the first one? The first one. No, I remember the Slipknot and uh, yeah, yeah, Hell of Water by yeah. uh, word single word beginning. Of- it says uh, the, anyway. While you think, <laughs> while Justin thinks of that, um, it says it, it was my introduction to high def gaming. I remember booting it up on the PS3 on launch day and being blown away. That's good, good little yeah. memory there. Uh, the next one's from Bottle Bank, also from the forums. It says too many to choose from but I'm going to go with the ambient music from the end credits of GTA Vice City. It had an amazing 80s feel to it and summed up the whole game brilliantly. Special mentions to Lost Woods theme from Ocarina of Time and Royksop's Paulino from SSX3. That was amazing. Yeah. When that Paulino. kicks in when you're doing a full backcountry run, that yeah. is absolutely stunning. Yeah, that is good. It's Strong. the way like, the SSX mixes it as well. You know, the yeah. way you go into a tunnel, it'll drop the bass out. Yeah. Then kick uh-huh. back in again when you yeah. boost out onto yeah, a great yeah. jump. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's really good. Go on, Justin, you were no, going to interject. No, no, no. I can't remember. I can't remember no. what it was. Um, it hurts to poop. Uh, says it's got, <laughs> <laughs> says, uh, it's got to be the aquatic ambience song from Donkey Kong Country. I was right. Yeah. yeah. Is that what you said? <laughs> no, I said I was going to do that, then didn't. It says, uh, after getting my ass kicked by Crocs for the sixth hour, a quick dip in the ocean with this plane always chills me out. It's better than homegrown remedies any day. Uh, definitely. Actually, sorry, I think, What's that this? Be, I think that's someone else. I probably forgot to put the name in. Oh, uh, Dave. Apologies uh, to whoever uh, made this next entry. I do know who you are, but I forgot to put it on. Uh, are there two? Are there two here? What? Uh, it starts again at the Tchaikovsky one. Right, okay. Definitely Tchaikovsky's Waltz of the Flowers from the Nutcracker used in the climax of the Fort Frolic level in Bioshock. Is this going to give any spoilers away? Um, oh, hang on, let me have a look. Uh, 
maybe slight ones. <laughs> right, okay. Can I, can I change that then and say that uh, Tchaikovsky's Nutcracker thing was also used in Dynamite Heady, I think. Right, okay. So there we go. You can think about that instead of Bioshock. Yeah, I can't. I can't really. So uh, so I'm, I'm not going to read the rest of that out because, well, oh. we don't know who it was. It was from Anonymous. <laughs> Hang on, they're going to hack us. They're going to hack us. <laughs> Hang on a minute, though. Yeah. Are you saying that when you don't want to know a spoiler, that's fine, but we spoil so many things for everyone else? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, just as long as we're clear. I've got the keys to this car. <laughs> Do what I want. Uh, Y2 Ken says, uh, oh, the great song from Pez 2008. Oh, yeah. We're going to play football. Every time I say football, you've got to say soccer. All right? All right you ready? Right. Like in a really enthusiastic way. Okay. We're right. going to play football. Soccer. Football. Soccer. Football. Soccer. All around the world. Football. Soccer. Football. Soccer. Football. Soccer. Greatest game of all. Yay. Dave, I don't think your heart was in that, mate. It was far from it. Uh, Y2Ken says, that song and several others from PES 2008 and 2009, which are ostensibly rubbish songs about football, (laughs) have become so important to me that I imported a playlist of them into both PES 2010 (laughs) and FIFA 11. I just can't play a football game without them anymore. Um, And the... uh, and the last one is from Johnny Lil, and he says, uh, "I never tired of hearing Q Lazarus goodbye horses in GTA 4." No, you won't. Says, "I always waited till it finished on the radio before starting the missions. Why? Because it's a great song. It is basically amazing. It is. Yeah, it's left good me answer. cold. It was a good song. But it left me cold. Oh, in the game. It left you. Uh, what the game did? That bit where it played, I just thought, oh, "I'm singing that now." Bit it mm. plays in the radio all the time. Honestly, what do you mean? What I the just, song? You don't yeah. like the song? No, I thought the song was fine, but I just it. For me, it didn't fit the action. I just thought, oh, there's a song playing. That's weird. Oh, right. Right. You were worthy to play songs in GTA games. Yeah, like, there's a lot of songs yeah. in it. Yeah. Been around for a while. We like oh, sorry, I thought you were talking about Red Dead. I do apologise. It doesn't play uh, Goodbye Horses. No, no. <laughs> it's You're thinking, because we've said horses. Yeah. Although, to be fair, if they did play that in Red Dead, it would work beautifully. You might tell us on this one night. In fact, he's thinking the Gonzales bit, right? Right, yes. And that's the bit where it all fucked up for me, and I got attacked by dingoes and my poor Scotty. Dingoes. Whatever, rabid beasts, right? Services just jumped out of the woods. Johnny Dingo. And basically, my horse got eaten. So had that been playing at that point, it would have been brilliant. Okay. That's a shame. That's a shame. All right, then. Uh, Well, that's the end of Question of the Week. Coming up next is the Games Radar Hotline. It's the Games Radar Hotline, and... First of all, we'll play some messages out, shall we? Yes, do Why that. not? Do Why that. not? Hey, T-Dog. Uh, it's Greg at 208 here. Uh, excuse the fact that I didn't do the robot voice. I left Hamdi do it for me. Um, it's just that I'm in Terminal 5 Heathrow, about to get on my plane, out, back out to the US for a couple of weeks. Um, and I'm worried if I do a robot voice, I think I'm meant to like, restrain me before I get on the plane, which I don't want. Um, very quickly, my um, first question that I was going to ask before was whether I should get a US or a UK um, 3DS. But then I didn't put it on the least bag that all the excited and bought the UK one. So my new question is, um, I found that a busy Saturday Heathrow Terminal 5 is a great place to get um, street pass tickets. Um, do you have any other recommendations and good places to go to get those numbers up, to the puzzles and stuff? Uh, game shops, actually, surprisingly, I found them surprisingly bad for uh, the street pass tickets. Anyway, um, I need to get on my plane. Catch you guys later. Have a good one. If you want any snacks, send me a tweet. Peace. So that was old uh, Gregor Tron away there. 
Gregotron. I am Gregotron. Yeah, Justin, you'll have to do it <laughs> yeah. though, because Candy's not here. Um, what was his question? Uh, worth good to get street pass hits yeah. up. The future offices in Yeah, Bath. if you come around and see us, um, yeah. you may not get past security, but if you just wave it near the window, you might get away with it. It is yeah. a. It is like a, it's quite the the thing though. Like mm. where, where would yeah. you actually get the most? Yeah. I guess a trade show? Yeah. Uh, McDonald's, didn't that, didn't that work quite well for someone the other day? Possibly. I, um, I got two walking through the Trafford Centre the other week. Yeah. yeah. So I know Greg Strong was saying game shops are weirdly crap for it. And he's right, because I've... Okay, Everyone's in there buying them. Yeah, exactly. Well, I was occasionally walked past our game and game station and got maybe like one. Right. Well, the guy from but, game told me that they get about 20 a day, but I suppose you'd have to be in there all day. If you there all day, yeah. 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 I don't want to be in there all day. 20 in 24 hours, whereas we get nine... In about in half an hour. Yeah. Half an hour in the morning. Yeah. Um... I guess like big football events, yeah, something like that. Sporting people, events. Whoops, sorry, would people Ooh, take them? Oh, would people just take nearly them? kick the table yeah. over? Yeah. Uh, maybe. Well, the I alternative is just try and organise a street pass meet because I know that happened in London when it first came out, yeah. didn't it? I don't think it was an official thing. I think you know the fans just thought, "Sorry, yeah. let's meet up somewhere," and True. that works. True. Yeah. True, True. that. Yeah. So uh, hopefully that's answered your question, Gregatron. Uh, next one then. Mm-hmm. Why not? Gregatron, oh wait. Now alone on escalator in airport, Spokane do robot for us. Initiate flight mode. Dedicate robot for us. Bye bye, Vidar UK. Hello, Vidar US. And transmission. <laughs> another message from Gregatron there. <laughs> yeah, able to I can just imagine him just like sat in the uh, in the cubicles in the toilet is going I've got to do a robot voice okay, brilliant no one's here oh that's great oh wonderful well we, we appreciate that yeah, that man is dedicated of course he is and, uh, and then the final one then yep uh, should we have bets whether it's going to be another Gregatron one I think maybe it'll full be... breakdown mode I think it'll be Brina alright okay uh, hey guys, uh, same call from last week actually, so first of all, I just wanted to say thank you for playing that. Um, my question this week was really about Gears War 3. Um, I hadn't really heard you guys speak much about it, so I was wondering what your thoughts and feelings were towards Gears War 3, uh, how you feel the beta will be played by everyone, sort of thing, uh, just general expectations of the whole game really. Uh, so yeah, that's my question this week. Um, and this is from Ian uh, in Hampshire. Sorry, I didn't leave my details last week. Uh, so thank you. Bye. It's a little message from Ian from Hampshire, who uh, this this week he did leave his name and address. Mm-hmm. Well, his name, name and yeah. his place. Yeah. Yes, I wouldn't yes, give us his address, really. No, really, because no. That's, Dave's got an injunction out on him for <laughs> going around to someone's house one time, yeah. aren't you? Anyway, uh, Gears of War 3? Gears of War 3. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Gears is weird. Because you mentioned that we haven't talked about it much, and we haven't. We haven't. Um, I think the thing with Gears is that, because it got, the release date was so much further than we thought it was going to be. Yeah. And a lot of other stuff's been happening this year already. That yeah. I've just not had time to get excited about it. Yeah. And I'm going to. As soon as I get into that kind of Gears window, I'm all over it. Yeah. Because I really love the first two. Have we seen it? As did, no. Did, was it Meeks that went to see it? No. Don't think a so. while back. I don't think Meeks. There was it. an event, though, surely. I remember it. Was there? I remember there was an event. Yeah. Yeah, I wasn't saying it's a multiplayer as well. Yeah. Is that I think they've only shown a multiplayer so yeah. far. Oh, That's right. what it is. Yeah. Yeah, and there's been some videos of the beta coming out and a few little clips of the game, but not a lot. But obviously it's uh having been because it was finished before Christmas or basically there. Yeah. And now having delayed it this long, mm. they must be making it the most amazing Polishing game the crap ever. Out of it, essentially. Yeah. They're probably doing a lot of multiplayer balancing and net code sorting because it's been the mm. series had a lot of kick ins for that before as well, the host of Yeah, because it's, so. it's always had like COD a lot of um 
sort of bugs, exploitable bugs online. Yeah. So maybe they're just making sure that it's absolutely watertight. Well, Topply, yeah, probably razor sharp. So you're saying that the extra time in development is going to be better in the long run. Yeah, I think so. Like GT five. And also. <laughs> 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 yeah, right. <laughs> um, oh, That's all right. You, you've, we, we've cut you off there. Yeah. We've cut you off. No, um, so I, I guess, I guess, until we actually see it for ourselves, then yeah. It's I mean, it's be be, I mean, there was to... that video showing off some of the new weapons in um, blah, 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 multiplayer today. Yeah. It's going to be on the beta soon, which starts soon. Soon. Um, yeah. <laughs> was that the thing you got a pass with with uh, your purchase storm, yeah. Yeah. I think yeah. you can apply for it as well, I'm not entirely sure, but yeah, there's going to be a was. lot of people on that thing. Okay. Um, but yeah, I mean, the stuff like, you know, the old tunneling burrow bug that will pop up undercover that you can use to kind of get through. You can yeah. sort of attack over, attack as you're mantling over, mel over cover now. Yeah. Um, there's a weird sort of crazy Batman visor right. sort of thing you can use for spotting guys behind cover and stuff nice. there's that crazy one shot rifle which is like a sniper rifle which will insta-gib anyone right. but apparently like it, apparently that's balanced by having a really obvious laser trail so people can see you a mile off right okay surely so that's good jib insta-gib insta-jib surely giblets giblets <laughs> no, no, no that, that phrase actually is frequently used in both Right, senses. Okay, there is on. no law. Um, you're not the boss of me. So, <laughs> um, so there's that. But I just, I just want to see campaign. I want to see loads more campaign. Because I think right. given what they've done with the weapon set and how much more epic, no pun intended, the second one was than the first one. Mm. Um, I suppose the second one sort of lost a bit of the tightness of the tactical play to a degree. So if, be... they can, if they can rein the two together and make it even bigger and cooler, then I'm all over the third one. So it'll be... More, more to see at E3 then. Yeah. We are excited about E3, it, but it's just difficult yeah. to sort of say anything because we haven't seen, seen that it. much of it. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Uh, so cheers for your phone call, Ian. Uh, reading out some text messages then. Yeah. Uh, we've got the first ones from uh, Spano93, and he says, Hello again. I have a bit of a techie question for you guys, i.e. towel. Hey. <laughs> says, will getting Windows 7 and installing DirectX 11 improve the performance of my PC? Towel's eyes glaze over. Yes. <laughs> I think this is actually a question yeah, for you, It's probably Dave. more a question for probably Dave. Is, can I have a go? Have a go, yeah. <laughs> I'd like to see this. I would say possibly not, but that's just because I would, I would imagine that the new version will require more horsepower and might actually have a detrimental effect on your games. But let's see what Dave thinks. Dave. Basically, I have not used Windows 7 yet, right? so I do not know for definite. I have heard from a mate who does a lot of PC gaming who has got mm -hmm. it that it is a vast improvement over Vista. Right, okay. Um, I couldn't give you specifics yet, but he's until I try it on a new rig I'm going to get soon. I yeah. think he was more Probably. talking about DirectX rather than, than well, Windows 7. Well, I've not used that Yeah, either. Windows 7, I've got 7. It's, yeah. it's way better than Vista. Yeah, because it seems to be fulfilling all the promises Vista said it would do when, when Vista did, said it would do all these great things and did the opposite. Mm. Um, it seems to actually genuinely be properly good as an OS. Okay. As for DX11, don't see why it wouldn't, as long as you can run it. Okay. That's fair enough. But, I'm sort of guessing because I've not used any of it yet. All right. Well, honest. Yeah. If, if not informative, yeah. very honest. Sorry, uh, sorry about that, Spenel93. <laughs> uh, the next message says, uh, Hey, lads, Dan M here. Just wondering what you guys thought was the most surprise. We always get asked this question. Didn't this last the, week? the most surprising plot twist that any game that you have played. Keep up the good work and bring back the GR mini games. They were awesome. Have I read that last week? I'm sure we Did read that, that last question week. Yeah. In its entirety? I don't know if it was or not. I think someone, it just if might not have been. someone else asked it, but yeah. we, we definitely answered that recently. Plot twists. We've done that was a question of the week, wasn't it? Yeah, we've 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 done this before. Yeah. Um I said heavy rain. Yeah. What did you say? Um something. Oh, maybe maybe braid. 
braid. Yeah, you there's another braid. one, but I can't mention it because it's spoilers. Right, okay. And, and, what, and what was you saying? Was I don't know, but my answer one? surprised you. My answer surprised yeah. you, I remember. You said, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. But I don't remember what it was now. Yeah. 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 No, it is Bioshock 1. You know there's a twist of Bioshock 1. Yeah. Right? But I'm not going to say any more about it because you've not played it yet. Yeah. Um, and I'd bring back the GR minigames. Yeah. Yeah, we should. We could. Yeah. No, I'm out. We won't. Oh, we, we might. I don't uh, know. That's, that sailed its course, that. Um, next one. Hello, Talk Radar UK. Hello. Last week, this question got cut off when I sent it. So here it is again. What bizarre act would a developer have to do when demoing a game to top the true crime dev who soiled himself? Right. Uh, also, has there been any news about Skate 4? Cheers, Chris Thompson. Um, I don't know. It was pretty spectacular, the the the, the soiling of himself. That yeah. was, uh, yeah, that was a, a once-in-a-lifetime occasion. I think maybe, I don't know, doing a full sick right, yeah. there and then. I just well, go yeah. just like all over the front <laughs> row. That'd be good. Yeah. And then just like carry on as if nothing happened. Just like, yeah, yeah. yeah that, 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 would, that is smooth. That would be pretty good. Or yeah. maybe it's like a fan of a strobe light and a big sort of shirtless cry wank rave off on the front row. Good and, uh, God. Smacking, smacking down three grams of coke and just running into the crowd. Yeah. That'd do it. That'd definitely do it. I'll tell that. you what, I'll tell you what would have to go a long way yeah. uh, to beat the shitting yourself. Yeah, I mean, thing. that's. I'll, I'll say I'll say it now. I'll say what it would be. That would be. For the developer to go, I'll be honest. Worked on this game for five years. We're not happy with where <laughs> yeah, it is now. It's, shit, it's coming out. Yeah. It's not really. <laughs> yeah. It's not really as good as we wanted it to be. Basically, you probably you might like it, but you yeah. know we're under pressure. Please buy our game yeah. because Basically, we'll the be publisher fired. Have fucked it up. We're yeah. gonna get fired either way. It's yeah. not gonna sell. Yeah. But just do us a favour, maybe. I, I've had conversations with devs where you could tell us what they're thinking. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I've, I've done plenty of interviews like that. Exactly. So I think that would have to be the bizarre act that they did. Yeah. Uh, news about Skate Four. Um, absolutely nothing. No. Absolutely it's nothing. Not else, does it? And I, th I think one of the reasons for that will be because um, SSX. SSX is yeah. coming out, and I think they might try to work those in tandem. Um, like, for if it, if SSX is successful, then I can see it being a skate year. An SSX, an SSX year. year. That'd be fine because yeah. as long as you get as long as you get two years for an SSX, that's fine. Cause yeah. it needs it. But, but if you, after the things that I think they're sharing a lot of dev stuff as well, aren't they? Because mm. didn't we hear that a lot of the old SSX team moved to skate for a while? Well, they were doing the the racing stuff for skate, yeah. definitely. And like now I know the they've got a lot stuff. of the original SSX team back for the new one, so yeah. I presume a lot of those guys are shared between both franchises. Um, so, uh, but until then, I mean, SSX will fill the void when it eventually oh, yeah. comes out. So, uh, so check that out, Chris. Uh, next one. Hello, GR. It's Kieran712 once again with a controversial subject. Hmm. Says, yesterday I hacked my Wii. <gasps> First of all, it's not for piracy. That's all right. I actually did Get it, it the way now. originally to make a DVD player for my living room. Uh, it says, now I'm putting homebrew on it. Yeah. So my question is, what's your opinion on hacks for homebrew and not for pirating games? Cheers. Right. So, homebrew... Mm. I don't know, it's still in a dicey area, isn't it? Like, you should... Right, if... Are we on the grounds of these are my personal opinions and not those? No, go on, yeah. go on, right, Dave, good. go on, Dave. Basically, yeah, I think homebrew's fine. I'm perfectly fine all right. over it. Uh, I mean, I know there's... I don't know how legally binding your user agreements are. They probably are. Yeah. Blah, 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 that you get in the box when you buy the machine, etc. Yeah. On a purely personal opinion level, I think you've bought the machine. You should be able to do what the hell you want with it as long as you're not doing anything illegal. And going online with it and stuff like that then. Yeah. I yeah. think I think, I think think for homebrew and... Yeah, because the thing is the Wii 
the Wii can run DVDs. Yeah. It's just they've sort of Nintendo set it up so it won't physically do it. Yeah. But it physically can. Right, okay. It's artificially not a DVD player, I think, essentially. So right. if you want to, as far as I'm concerned, personally, if you want to make a machine you've paid money for, yeah. do what you want it to as long as you're not ripping stuff off yeah. and not infringing anyone's copyright and you're running free-to-play games people have made for, as freeware, essentially, yeah. then I don't see a problem with it. I would agree with Dave yep. uh, in that if you've bought something, you should be able to run what you want on it as mm-hmm. long as it's legal. So, yeah, no copies of other games. Yep. But that said, for £25, you're, you could get a DVD player for the living room. What if he doesn't have that money? Yeah. He's already bought a DVD. He's already bought something that can be a DVD player, so why should he? That's the thing. As I see it, anyway. But. Well, I mean, because you're invalidating your, your warranty and stuff. And I don't think he's fussed about that no. if he's cracking it open to play yeah. DVDs on it well that's my point though it shouldn't it shouldn't yeah I mean obviously it's, it's impossible to say you're only going to use it for this rather than I that mean, I just but I'm not sure exactly what's out there for homebrew but I can't think of anything that I'd want my weed to do that I can't do on my PC or something well yeah I, I mean you can if he hasn't PC got a PC and he's only, if he's only got a Wii and that's all he's got then mm. uh, then he should be able to do what he wants on it as long as he's not copying stuff yeah, but it, it's fine then that's fine. So you do agree. You agree. I agree in principle. You agree. <laughs> uh, the next message reads, Tut, tut, Nathan. Anthony is crap at FIFA. You should not have lost even one game. <laughs> I know who this is. Gutted, Nathan. P.S. Anthony is a close friend, so don't let Cundy read this out. And that's from Jay Wedders. <laughs> um, and that goes back to our FIFA session the other week which as you uh, as you will remember Jay Wedders I got a man sent off and let him win so uh, <laughs> so uh, it was your last game and you only yeah, yeah, yeah. well I, I just wanted to uh, let him win I, I didn't want one of the listeners not to listen anymore yeah. anyway uh, next message says hi guys I'm coming up to the time I should be revising for my GCSEs <laughs> and I just wondered if you knew any iPod and PSN games that can be played in five minute bursts in between revision Love the podcast, and that's from Zonked. Mm, theoretically, yeah, but the problem with games that are great for five minutes is you never play them for five minutes, yeah. and anything I can recommend will basically destroy the rest of his life. Yeah. Uh, okay, well, Pixel and Love Rush, which yeah. is the Pixel Cat game yeah. uh, by Pasta Games, that's mm-hmm. on i iTouch, you know, yep. iPhone, and uh, that, that is generally good for five minutes. It's got a five-minute mode, so you yep. could literally play it. And although it's great, really good, it's not a sort of thing that you're going to want to keep playing and keep playing right. and be addicted yeah. to. So I'd, I'd recommend that's that. That's good. Joel, you, need, you need that safe spot in yeah. between, really, yeah. don't you? Joe Danger, you could have a little crack at that. You get yeah, frustrated Joe Danger, because Joe minutes. Danger does get bitch hard, so that will kind of put you off hammering it all day. Mm. Um, As for an iPhone, iPod, uh, yeah. Tiny Wings. Don't touch Tiny Wings. No, thirty seconds into four hours, you know it does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially yeah. when you when you get when you start getting into the challenges and achievements, you'll spend yeah. days on that shit. I was so. going to say game dev story as well, but that's nah. another like. Nah. Oh, I just play a couple of minutes. <laughs> oh, hang on a second, it's gone dark. Yeah, and you I'll, might as well. Yeah, sort of. You know, have a bit of lunchtime crack and think that's going to be fine, just to kind of put you up. Well, exactly. I think games are games are designed to sort of ha- hook your attention these days, like yeah. Yeah. just for for more more playability. Yep. Longevity. Uh, so, so yeah, I think you're you, you're risking a, a dangerous or, or walking yeah. a dangerous line yeah. there between um, revising for your GCSEs and not doing any revising whatsoever, <laughs> just playing games instead. So, with my teacher's hat on, I will say just do your GCSEs and then uh, spend all your time playing yeah. games because the game, yeah, the sweet sweet yeah. games will be much sweeter when you've got a whole summer free. Yeah, exactly, you just go nuts. Exactly. Do it. Um, and the last message reads: Howdy, GR. 
how do you see the mechanics of death stroke challenge in the context of modern games? Mm. Is death an antiquated trope that simply breaks up narrative flow? Are there any other ways to provide challenge beyond difficulty? And that's see, from Jasmine. That's a good question. This is a very good yeah. question. That I'm, I bang on about quite a bit. I think yeah. the live system, yeah, screw that. No need for it. Mm. The live system, it, it's just an artificial break in between restarting. Yeah. I think, well, I mean, the fact that, you know, if you've got a limited number of lives. Yeah. I still don't know why Mario games do it when they've got, like, autosave now. Right. Because <laughs> all you do is that every five or ten times mm. you die, you've got to spend an extra minute getting back in the game. Yeah. To the exact same spot you were the, the previous nine yeah. times. Mm. There's just no need for it. Yeah. Uh, I think, no, I think you've got to be punished for failure. You can't just, if you're just wading through, there'd be no point. Yep. I think, I think restart points need to be spaced so that you feel like you've achieved something. Yeah. But to the point where it never really breaks the inertia of a game, mm. but you never really feel like you're kind of all stuck in this, trying to get past this rock for like four hours or whatever. Yeah. Um, what about like losing a lot of your score or losing. I don't know, like equipment or something like that every time yeah, you hit. Yeah, the old GTA method of mm. kind of stripping things away. See, that's a tr- cause I think there's got to be a penalty, otherwise there's no challenge and therefore there's no yeah. fun. Yeah. But I think over-penalising is just artificially extending the game when you could just design more game, essentially. Yeah. And I do find the old GTA kind of, oh, I've, I've lost a mission once, therefore I've got to spend four hours getting ready to restart that mission again yeah. is just a bit cheap and tacky way of explaining things. Yeah, true. Um, I think... On the PC, he's got it best. F5, F9, boom, yeah. straight back in again. Good. It should always work that way. Mm. I think um, Hideo Kojima once had the, uh, I think it was uh, Kodge, that had the amazing idea, which it never happened, but he wanted a game, possibly one of the Metal Gear games, where if you died, you died, and that was it. Yeah. Like, the game would just end, mm. right? And if you, but obviously you could start again. Yeah. But it was, yeah. You die think, in that game, and you are. I think that's boots. a really good idea. Can you imagine how tense that would be? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it'd be, it'd be amazing. Yeah, can you imagine how tense it'd be for your family watching you play yeah. with the threat of a severe beating when it eventually <laughs> went wrong? <laughs> Isn't um, this Demon Souls? Doesn't Demon Souls do a similar type um, of thing? No, I think Demon Souls is just brutally frigging hard. Um, right, okay. I think there are mega penalties when you die. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, you can restart. It's just you'll lose a lot and you'll die every four seconds because right. it's really hard. I think one of the Metal Gear games did have a mode if you get seen, that's it. Yeah, yeah, they've done the yeah. Mega Alert one. Yeah, before. yeah, yeah. yeah. There, there was always modes for that. Well, I think you just went back to the restart point for that, didn't you? Mm. You didn't like wipe the game out or anything. I, I, I think that, yeah, as it as he says, it is like, um, it's antiquated. antiquated. Yeah. Mm. Um, but... I think the best... But, uh, but yeah. I think it's because games... It's so deep seated in games, yeah. Like that continue or yeah. or you know extra mm. life thing that I think it's it, it they have to they have to live side by side because I don't think there is an either or thing at the moment. Like with Call of Duty or yeah. a game that wants to deliver a story, um, it's 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 difficult to just sort of go right. You're dead now. That's it. Yeah. yeah. Back to the beginning. Heavy rain tried to do it if you got killed with one of the characters that character was gone for the rest yeah. of the game yeah um so there, there are ways and means of getting around it but i just sort of think that extra lives and dying in games just yeah. sort of part well, of the I, I, I think i don't know i mean dying i'm fine with 
penalties restart. You got that wrong. Learn how to do it right. That, right. That's a self improvement thing. That's learning yeah. the game. That's improving your skills. Yeah. That's a fundamental part of why games are good. I mean, mm. not even video games. Why games in general are a good thing. Why mm. people like them. Uh, I mean, stuff like Prince Persia's always done it well. Um, yeah. You know, rewind time, learn what you did wrong, do it again immediately. You mm. got that iterative thing. That's good. Even like the awful 2008 one. Um, yeah. had, it cut out. Didn't even have the rewind. It was just. You could basically rewind and then just keep trying it indefinitely. Was that the one with the the girl? Yeah, yeah. She sort of replaced. Yeah. Oh, no. We won't start this conversation. We won't start. Yeah, I mean, yeah, let's not. But yeah, the mechanic had though was just to kind of okay, it made you accept that you messed up, but would let you keep going until you got it right. Yeah. Anything that lets you iterate is fine. That's important. Yeah. But I find having artificial numbers on goes is just like utterly pointless now because okay. the, the only reason it was there in the first place was to keep pumping money in arcade machines wasn't it true So the reason I've been so quiet up to now is because I was trying to think recently I've been writing about this and I've realised it was Rayman on 3DS right. I think oh, that yeah. gets it right by if you do die it puts you back even if you haven't just hit the restart point it just takes you back to the start of that section which is a few seconds earlier Right. and the challenge is actually in playing the game Okay. And, yeah. and succeeding rather than the live so I think yeah. that's the way to do it yeah, but it can be a really good tool for helping you learn the game essentially mm. if you just waltz your way through you're not going to appreciate the design of that game at all because you'll just smash through it but, but if, if you, you have to properly learn the different facets of it by through iteration and learning what you did wrong yeah. it's actually a positive thing if it's done right it just needs to be balanced well the thing that pisses me off about it is that like for example if you're playing like um, a game that is story driven like I mean, it's probably a bad example, but playing Call of Duty breaks you out from that. Oh, we're rushing them, we're rushing them, we're yeah. going to do it, we're going to do it, we're all together, brilliant, yeah. yeah. And then you get shot. Yeah. And then it's like, they get to the end of it and it's like, oh my God, what a rush, we did it, and yeah, all this stuff. Like, like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's like, bloody, oh, sympathy for, sympathy for Devil Syndrome, in it, in Black yeah. Ops. Oh, like, that was it. That was a level. In, it's that like, yes, best bit of soundtrack ever for this bit. Yeah. And then, four goes later, it's just like, oh. Exactly. That should have been, that should have been one of the, one of the places where they just went, yeah. you're invincible you on this bit. Die. Yeah, yeah you, exactly. you can't die. And I think that there should be those, those type of bits in games yeah. all the time. Like, if there's something those... specific, yeah. that, that you need to get through to get, you know, the whole enjoyment out of it, I think it should be, like, you're invincible for yeah. this bit for I mean, one reason about, or another. I've been thinking about that a lot playing Death Space 2, actually, because there are, obviously, there's, like, some killer set pieces in that. Yeah. But there's so many so many are insta-kill as well, which yeah. is the opposite of what they should be. Yeah. And both of them is making challenge, but make sure, if you've got a beautifully paced little bit of action yeah. that comes out of nowhere or that's part of a bigger pacing yeah. picture, make sure it works, because all the devs are just, like, they're doing some wonderful work in that, but mm. absolutely shooting themselves in the foot. Yeah. by making me get killed 20 times while I work out what to do during a really fast-paced attack. You know, it's true, 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 true. Um, it, I'm, I'm, I am curious to know what you guys, the listeners, think of what the uh, what the alternative to that should be. Mm. So um, either let us know on Twitter, let us know on Facebook, or on the uh, on the page where you downloaded this podcast from. Yeah. Um, if your text didn't get read out this week, uh, we'll do our best to get it in next week. So make sure you're still sending us messages. All right. Mm. Is that fine? That's yeah, so yeah, 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 good. Yeah, good, <laughs> good, good. So that's it. We come to the end of another show. So it just leaves for us to say goodbye. And it's goodbye from Dave. Goodbye. Goodbye from Justin. Goodbye. And goodbye from me. Thanks for listening.